Levels podcast. I'm your host, Justin Hoddle, joined as always by the Triple OG, Willie Mason, and special guest this week, the beak of all beaks, Denon Kemp. Thanks for coming on, brother. Mate, stoked to be here. What about this studio? I think he's got bloke covered, if I'm being honest. Oh, no, that's very humbling of you, you to say, Beak. That's mate. very humbling. But, you know, we're just a couple of battlers trying to find our way in the uh, podcast game. Mate, I'm with you, bro. I'm just a battler from the Gold Coast and the Big Smoke doing my best. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, because TNT's away, um, currently up in Kansas, is he OG? Is he? Yeah, What's yeah, he doing up there? He's, he's, he's uh, at Gilligan's. He's trying to Gilligan's. find his way out. Yeah. He's <laughs> up there on Sunday. So I replaced... TNT. Uh, yeah, you, well, oh, you're right. Does he want to wrestle? Because I fucking hate that guy. Essentially, I've, I've replaced TNT. Oh, okay, you replaced yeah, him. Yeah, because fuck because, TNT, cancel him. Yeah, well, get T- rid of him. TNT was worried. He goes, oh, hopefully, hopefully the new guy doesn't take my gig. I said, <laughs> I said, we didn't tell him. We didn't tell him, mate. We didn't tell him. Yeah, this is before he found out it was you. He goes, I go. I think he's pretty busy. <laughs> I think you're going to be all What's right, TNT. What's the name TNT, TNT stand for? Uh, well, train and trial. Train and trial. <laughs> still train and trial. Hey, bros, I yeah. tell you what, I know all about the train he's got and a trial. 12, yeah. He's got a 12-week train and trial because that's how long it goes for. Yeah, yeah, fuck, mate, I live my whole career on a train and trial. I was playing NRL on a train and trial still. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, no, nah, all, all jokes, TNT. Um, your, your seat is safe, mate. Your seat is safe. Yeah, he'll be right. He'll be right for a while. He's like you said, training trials. So he's still. What about the OGs trying to keep him on his toes? Yeah, we don't want the rookie uh, okay. to get too comfortable. Okay, apologies. He, he, he already fucked he off said, the cans. He you said know? he last week and didn't say a word for an hour. <laughs> yeah. Just me and Holes just talking, mate. I tell you what, I'm checking my schedule. Maybe my Monday Arvo <laughs> yeah. is free. Yeah, mate. Maybe it is That's free a good to time. join. You've already done your show. Put the pressure We're on. We're rolling into us. Okay. Can ne- never get too much of the beat. Oh, I tell you what, levels has a bit of depth in the squad. Yeah. Yes, you're right. You're right. Ah, well, and like I said, I was going to get you to host it, but we're going to let you sit back. You're ready to host for your own show. Kick the feet up in the skip seat, and let's just talk some footy. So we're going to get into round two review time. But before we get into it, remember to give us all the good stuff. Go on. uh, If you're watching on YouTube right now, like, subscribe, leave a comment. All the comments have been grouse. We've been trying to get to as many of them as possible, as per... And then go on Apple and Spotify and hit that five star. Leave us a nice little review on there as well. We're all grateful for Actually, it. Actually, I tell you what, Scope. Yep. Leave a comment predicting what's the biggest game of the weekend. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Look, See, this is this is where this is where the, the leave beats a comment experience comes in handy. Predicting right. the score. The Scope Cup. The Scope Cup. Sea Eagles versus Eagles. Rabbit. Roosters. Roosters. Rabbits. Roosters. Be rabbits the is the biggest. It's got to be. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. Yeah, okay. It is. That's we'll go. Predict the score in the comments section, Roosters, Rabbits. Yep. And then we will randomly select one correct answer for a case of bloke beer. Oh, the beak. The beak. I'm going nice. to I'm gonna throw a few in there myself. Okay. Because I'm, I'm due I'm a case of the tinnies as well, the bloke. <laughs> uh, OG, you like that one? I love it. Love Shout it. out to the beak for that. Throwing in a case Hold for on. us. Um, boys, before we get on to the footy though, we are proud to... Uh, obviously, we're proud that the tab are on board and... This is one of the biggest week in Tab's calendar. So it's Tab's big day on. is on this Saturday, the 18th of March. It's Australia's biggest day of sporting and racing on the calendar, like we said. Uh, you've obviously got three games of footy NRL, which we'll talk about a little bit long, uh, yeah. later in the week with the preview. But one of my favourite races on the calendar for the horse racing calendar is the Golden Slipper. We'll be there. So... No, not this time, but no. we've got something coming up. We've All got right. something in the works, AG. We're just going to sprinkle it a little bit. Um, we are going to be doing something at a race course soon. But get down to your favourite local. Get down to, to all the tab venues. Uh, boys, we've been to a few uh, pubs in our days. Yeah. Uh, OG, throw us, throw us your favourite pub that you, you don't mind going, watching the footy, watching the horses, having a bit of a flutter, having a few 
having a few blokes if they've got it on tap. Yeah. Surely. Uh, like, I mean, the whole 2000s, obviously, that was my whole 20s. You know, so it was mainly the Clovelly Hotel. It was Ooh, yeah, always the good. a good shout. It was always good. Like, everybody sort of lived around the area. Chloe, 12 o'clock start on a Sunday or Saturday, would go there after the races. There's a big day at, at Ramwick. Yes. They got the buses. They always had the buses there. Everything was organised. I don't fucking know. I don't know how they did it. Organised to pick you up from the races, get you back to Chloe. And even if you were at the palace, the old palace, the new pavilion, yep. you could go from the pavilion to the Chloe. There was always buses in transit. So, like... They had a good thing going on there anyway. They so used to have the shuttle bus at the front. The shuttle too. bus, that's I, what I'm saying. I, I got in the shuttle the bus. Shuttle a few bus, times right? You get yeah, the shuttle yeah, bus yeah. and then it would take you into the cross <laughs> yeah. and oh, drop you at Sapphire. <laughs> it's a fucking Shout best. Out to oh my oh, god. Wow. So that was so it all started at Cloverley. It was always a good uh, what always, we, why don't we get a good vibe there, Sunday? Mate. What I'll be there, mate. Let's we'll go. go. Let's go have a couple of beers. Right. Go sit in that little tab, tab area. It's great, great tab area. There. Lovely. I'm in. But that was it. A lot, a lot of, a lot of memories there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, that's the start. It's the that was the yes. starter of some big, big yeah. nights. Yeah. I remember I used to rock down as a youngster back yeah. in the day. If anyone, just, anyone was there. I used to anyone. see a couple of OGs. You know, young pup, kept yeah. in the under twenties, and you roll down. You're watching you them see, do their work. You see a couple of the old boys. You just get yeah. to work, getting Aaron after Bruce it. What about you, Kevin? Up in, up in, up in Brisbane. Up in Brisbane. Where'd you go to? Well, so I on the Gold Coast, I moved up to Brisbane when I was about 17 turning 18 yep. so mine was the Normanby and oh. listen, <laughs> everyone knows the Normanby but look I'm not a proud manscape you know this I'm not a proud man and if you're working in a slipstream of a D Lockyer or a Carmichael Hunt or a Normanby on a Justin Sunday Hodges. the crumbs are an 8 out of 10 <laughs> <laughs> and, and look being a solid 4 out of 10 myself if I'm rolling in the areas of, of the glamours, yeah. I'm happy with that. And the Normby yeah. was Ashley that area. Harrison. Oh, he's a good stopping in his day. Great David Stag. What, what about a young Corey Norman when he was flying around in those days? Oh, was little he, baby Normby. Was, was he after uh, your time? Look, I took him on my wing. I don't know whether he had it though. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mudders. It's oh. in the name too. You think Corey Norman would be down the Normby. Um, uh, to be honest, I think he got a bit scared yeah. by the bright lights. It took him a few years to work, get into his work at the Normby, if I'm being honest. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love that job. All right, so get down to your pub, get down to the venue, go down, have a bit of a pint, have a sneaky few couple of beverages and um, ride home learning to fly with the skip. He got on early in the early markets, got some good value for the gold sleeper. So if you're at home having a punt, just have a little, uh, get on, just get, get behind, get behind it, ride home the winner with the skip. All right, let's roll into the footy boys. Um, start off, as we start every review, OG, just going to roll here. What was your biggest takeaway from round two? Biggest takeaway, probably going from round one into round two, is, is just defences these days. Mm. They're fucking ready to hit, man. They are coming out and forwards are ready to set the tone. And, um, you know, we spoke about it before. It's a matter of inches and milliseconds before, like, a hit is unbelievable or it turns into what Saifidi did. You know what I mean? Like that was, you know, yeah. and, and, and the week before Rapana. It's not, you're not far off. You know, you know what I mean? Tackle. You're talking fucking, these guys are moving really quick and really fast. The amount of defensive, defensive um, bloody exercises they're doing all the time. There's so many things they're doing in the middle and it's all about coming up square, hunting from the inside. Kafusi's doing it. He's making oh, that shit look easy. So but do you know how hard it is to time that? Like he, he, has, he hasn't perfected that until... I know year. how it is. I was a winger jamming in. Do you know what I mean? But, so, but from the middle, you understand what I'm talking about. So yep. just say if the seven's getting the ball, you want your A and B to come up square first of all so they don't get mm. cut in half and then hunt from the middle. And it's a, it's a change of pace, right? And you can get it fucking wrong. So yep. even when they turn the ball under, mm. you're fucking already committed. <laughs> Saifidi, bang. And you know, you, you're, you're tall. These guys are six foot four, six foot five and it can just fucking go wrong. 
but the amount of work that they're putting in at training and the, like, it's all emphasis on just getting that seven to play half a metre earlier. Yeah. Because half a metre in the middle, as I always say, is 10 metres out wide, so the winger and centre don't have to make these crucial decisions on ball. They can come up, use the sideline as a defender, but these middles... They've got to get it right. Otherwise, you can see some a long time on the sideline. I mean, mm. they're willing to hit. It was different with Rapana. He just wanted to fucking pump, drink water, <laughs> and yeah. fucking go for another 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 bit. But, like, there was another big hit in that game. Kafusi's got it because he's an OG. And he's been around the game for a while. He's perfected that. You know what's helped these young that? kids, it's they the don't, middles. It's the yeah. forwards that are trying to ball play. Yes. So the halves that normally play a little bit earlier, yeah. like you're alluding to. But because they're middles, and all the middles are trying to play that Radley, middles are trying Cam to play Murray, the Radley. like Cheese is playing it. It's not natural to him. No, he's more of a runner. Hudson Young, I can't remember him really setting No, he's up not too a ball much. player, he's a ball, ball runner. Player? Right? So, so he's to, getting the forwards. You've got these middles trying to get the ball, they're squaring up at A and B, getting to C and trying to square up, and then these middles are coming up, changing their pace. These guys can move, mate. They mm. can move. They're coming off a line, and what they're, they're trained to do, because I'm there all the time, to change pace as soon as you come off square and then hunt from them. You hunt the inside hip. Mm. So you fucking, the angle that you're at, the one that Kafusi's doing is per mm. Hunt inside hip, even if he comes off his left foot, Hudson Young or Cheese, you're getting fucking smacked. Yeah. It's a matter of passing that ball a little bit earlier because these forwards are coming. So, I mean, Joey said it perfectly. Like Joey used to, that's how good Joey and JT and Cooper Cronk and all these great halves were. They get squares all the way up and then like, and know exactly where to pass, not get cleaned up at the ball. So just defenses, have come a long way because probably the game in the last five or six years, everyone's going, oh, it's soft. People don't hit as hard. No, they fucking hit hard. Mm. It's just about perfecting the timing. But I just don't want to see a young kid see six weeks on the sideline because I think Saifedi might see that. Yeah, I think he's, he's fucking near killed that person. I just think you don't like it's all about defense these days, it's all about yep. inside pressure, but got to get it right. Yeah, it's, it, and also they're being a bit more, the refs are being a bit more harsh if you are late, late yeah. in from yeah. behind. So to get it right, Kafusi is such a good example because he's built his whole career off defence. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen a Kafusi game where one of the best? He's one of the best. One yeah. of the best to do it. And so for him to add that to his game, not add to his game, just take it to another level at the Dolphins, it's massive. And speaking about taking to the line, that's what why the Katoa try assist was so good was because the he right at the end, the last yeah. one, the game on yeah. the line, the little double, game on the line, shimmy. 18, 19 year old. Not only did he go deep, he threw a dummy mm. and then out the back. And he basically said to the winger, you better make a big play, Kotrick, to yeah. stop this. And unfortunately, Kotrick didn't follow his uh, hammer in. Yep. And so, so brave. People don't understand how brave that is for a Because saying, oh, you got a 120 kilo oh. dude coming at you. At, as I said, it's all about the right angle. You're not mm. just going sideways off the line. Because mm. if you're a decent player, you come straight off your left foot or you come straight off your right foot. You're going square and you're tracking inside hips. Mm. So it's like... You've got to time that to perfection. Oh. And it's like, you, you can't really get it right all the time if you're an attacker. So you just got to cop that hit or pass the ball. Mm. And then you win. So if he passes the ball early, then he comes up. He's already got that line. Boom, boom, boom. Everyone moves. That's how defensive systems work. Great defensive systems mm. work like that. Panthers, Roosters, yeah. all these guys who've got it in check. Melbourne, all those teams. So it's fucking, hey, it's hard. I mean, like these halfbacks, that's why they're petrified of the line. Oh, they're no. petrified. Because just say, just say 10 years ago, Forwards weren't doing this. They weren't mm. hunting as hard. Good defensive systems were like Melbourne. So the Joeys, the JTs, all that kind of stuff. They could go. They could go deep into the line mm. because they could. They 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 knew how. They knew how to manipulate the line with their ball playing in that. But fuck right now, if you've got these, because me personally, that's all we talk about is middles. Yeah, it's okay. coming square off the line and changing your pace, trying to get these sevens and sixes to play earlier and earlier. 
Do you know what I mean? So the, so the four men, like the kick hours and all that, can fucking sit there, look at the lead runners, look at the guys at the back. Because everyone's playing the same plays, right? Yeah. But if the middles don't work, it fucks your whole team. Oh, 100%. You know what's and that's, another... And sorry, sorry. And it's so much onus on the middles and they take that shit personal. We're all proud dudes in the middle mm. and you got to fight. And you, you know, if we win the middle battle and we make those guys play earlier, by the back end, mm. we fucking might win the game. Mm. The, the thing to add to it as well, uh, before we move on yours, Campy, is that because the game's quickened up so much now, it's like it's harder for them. The def- defensive lines aren't getting set as quickly as they used to. So mm. sometimes they're just like with – I su- suppose Safidi's a bad example because he was at mark and he was ready to go. But a lot of these boys are just so tired, mm. bent over, they're just throwing their bodies essentially. So, so, really. so Safidi, he was at marker, right? And yeah. he was like – he wants the and, – and, and as well, like you want the nine to play early as well. Yeah. Mm. He just didn't expect him to hit – to hit the guy coming inside. So he's already yeah. tall mm. and all he did was a reaction thing. There was no malice in it. You yeah. could see the way that he reacted. He's like, fuck, because he was second. too tall because like he's chasing out as hard as he could. And mm. then he just, all he did was that. Yeah. And the dude was like, oh. I don't think he's a big guy. It was Simpkins. Simpkins. It was the backup hooker. Yeah. That's yeah. what got him. Yeah. Because you know, like, generally when you drop him under, it's big front rollers. If that's a big, so big boy, his get, contact yeah, exactly. would have been good that's for a middle. That's what I'm saying. It, that, and that's why you, you practice that. And you're always tall, but you're not that. And, you well, know, when you watch it, he's con- he actually bounced up. Yeah. So he actually got decent contact, but because he was so fucking and big. And he already yeah. committed. And he's oh. a big guy and just momentum and all that sort of stuff. Just another little thing as well with what's really important about getting that shot. It's like if you can get a shot like that early on, you know, a three or a four or, you know, let's say Kofusi on Hudson Young, then you can give yourself the luxury of almost balking them into playing early, yeah. up and then take a step back. Kofusi did it against the Roosters. Yeah, but you go yeah. up, take a step back that's, and then That's balk. the reason why. So just say, what, what, just say when you see a team just fucking getting momentum, momentum, just nonstop, one, two, play three. That one, or you're thinking mentally, and as a as a middle, you're like, we need to slow one down. Mm. We've got to slow one down, and that means you try and get bang, you get the ball, try and get a bit of a maul going, and just driving back. You just got to win one, yeah. And usually it's straight around about the third tackle or fourth, mm. and then you can get another one, a slow one, and then you can kick pressure. If you just fucking let it go. You get no kick pressure. Oh, They're straight down really there, fucked. and then you're fucked. So if that, that's Getting a washing machine, right? So yeah. if you just keep going, kick, 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 and you keep losing the battle in the middle, you are fucked by the mm. back end of the first half, and that's when points might leak, and they're definitely fucked by about the 70th minute. Mm. So that's how important it is for the middles to, to dominate the game. Mm. You know, you're going to lose some tackles, but you've got to win about one or two. Yeah. And that's why it's so important for the back five to get fucking quick play the balls and generate some speed, mm. because we're... Defensively, you're trying to do exactly... You've got a job, mm. fucking defensively, as middles and everything like that. Everyone has a job to slow one or two plays down. You're not, as I said, not going to win them all. Mm. And they get that kick pressure. Hopefully you catch it on the 30 or 20 mm. and you get back to the fifth. It's just then... It's, then it's a battle of... It's fucking hard. No, no, it is fine. so fucking hard, this game. And the way I look at it, the way we, all, we can all look at it, we, we, we go, fuck. We sit back and go, great play. Just the little things of like yeah. slowing that fucking play down, play three or four, because mm. if you just got rolled for like three or four sets, oh, maybe... Mate. And yep. you do one big hit, change it's momentum changes. How yep. do you change momentum in a game where if you kick it out, you don't just walk to the fucking scrum. Yep. They tap the fucking thing and run straight back at you. Yep. So how to break momentum is you get in, you take you take that one you identify one tackle. Mm. All right, he might be might be a strong runner, might be a rookie. You get him and you get a six or seven, eight second play the ball. Mm. 
and fucking there you go. It changes that changes momentum now. Yeah. Instead of kicking it out, mm. that's how fucking quick the yeah, game Kofusi is. Kafusi on the cheese changed yeah. the whole game. Hundred yeah. percent. It's fucking unbelievable. What about your biggest takeaway from round two, of Kempi? Uh, my biggest takeaway was uh, I felt like when the expansion team came in, the Dolphins, there was a lot of talk about there's not enough talent. There's not enough talent for another team. And I was always of the mind where, and it's my takeaway because I feel like it proves me right. Um, <laughs> I the best a, ones, mate. They're yeah, the best, the best ones. Now, look, it's a long season, so I'm, I'm happy to be proven wrong halfway through the season. But I was always of the mind, no, there's plenty of talent around. There's not enough good coaches and systems around. Yeah, and I think point. Wayne Bennett has proven that because you take a side that hasn't played together ever before, a bunch of players that were let go by the storm, essentially, older on, you know, on the end of their careers, basically said they don't have much more footy left in them. They go to, go to the Dolphins. They set a standard and a system as OGs. Then you recruit a bunch of really good young players that haven't really played first grade yet. You put him in a good system with a good coach. Mm. The Dolphins are now two for two. Whereas, and look, no disrespect to the Tigers, gun signings, some of the best signings in the comp, but they're playing like yeah, it's very not true. great. Yep. And Happy. so what system are they in? They're in a system mm. that isn't that great right now. From structure all the way from top to bottom, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is like, yeah, it's a great point, mate. Like, Mace, you know better than anyone. You've been around Wayne. Um, you look at uh, some of the other teams that are up there now. Like, you know, obviously it is still super early, but you can see for sure that everyone was sort of after round one was like, we should have known better. Yeah. Like, that's a Wayne performance. That's exactly how Every, Everyone who's been like watching that game, we're watching that game going, it's fucking Wayne coaching yeah. that team. Like, yeah. how did, yeah. I probably still didn't even expect them to win, but um, there was a markets around the Redcliffe not winning games. Till round seven or eight. Till round yeah. seven. Like, like, yeah. well, I think one of the favourites was um, Dragons at like round seven. Yeah. To, to, like before they won again. Obviously past the first game was the shortest prize and it gradually got bigger. But you're right, Kempi. Um, he's, he's almost the perfect example. And I, and I really like the take on, in particular, the coaches. Yeah. yeah, because like, look at the players that go down to the storm as, yeah, okay. Yeah. Katoa, for example, probably had the game of his career Fuck on the weekend. killed it. But oh, the Warriors, he could barely get a start. Mm. Um, you look at Papaliti going to the Eels. Yeah. Couldn't even get a start at the Warriors. Now the Warriors have completely changed their systems. So I just think that it's actually not talent the issue is. How many guys, Willie and, oh, and Scope, mm. how many guns talented players did you see get bounced out of systems that were more talented than the players that are playing right now but they yeah. just didn't get the right injury right chances maybe they drunk too much and went out the boys too much like mm. they might have been their own fault but we the the question before the season started was there's not enough talent for more teams i disagree there's enough talent there's just not enough well-run clubs at the moment i think they're right i think you're right with wayne he can simplify <laughs> things and mm. he be, he's the perfect guy for a startup Perfect. You know, he's the, he's the man. If, if you're going to go with someone, anyone else, apart from a, a Bellamy, a Stewart, or a Bennett, you're going to fail. Because yeah. those guys, they know how to get you up for games and they can put in systems. It's very basic. The game mm. has not changed. Mm. A lot of coaches overcomplicate this oh, whole massive, fucking game, mate. Mm. And they confuse young kids, especially mm. halves. They've got to do this, this, and this. It's like, mate, just get to you. Like, like, look at O'Sullivan up there. You know, he's been bounced around about three or four clubs. Everyone, there question marks on him. And it's just like, okay, get to your kicks, make your tackles. 
You know what I mean? Like very basic football. Yep. Make the right pass. Make Do all the right things that you've got that skill set to do. You're not a reserve grader. You're a first grader. Mm-hmm. You know, he would install all that sort of stuff into him and Katoa. And Katoa. He's going to get protected by some good fucking middles and mm. edge players. Yep. And they feel protected. Do your job. Now look at the confidence. And he, the confidence he installs into these young players mm. where you have a look at what fucking did and come through at the Broncos. Oh. He yep. had everything given to him, right? It's same as um, O'Sull- O'Sullivan come through. Schoolboys, all the rep, all the rep fucking credentials, whatever. You're going to expect him to be the next best thing. Mm. Come through a system, get rushed in as 18-year-old kids, get bashed by men. Yo, he's done. Mm. No, you gotta, like, you've, got, you've got to cultivate these young kids. Yep. You know, gone are the days. You know, I mean, like, look at JT. Like, JT was, like, 22, 23 when he really started killing it. Yeah. Playing for Australia 20, in 2006. He was 23. Mm. I mean, like he was at the Dogs with us. He won a grand final in 2005 and all that kind of, He was always going to be that. But he got drip fed at the Bulldogs from mm. 2002 to 2003 to 2004. Mm. 2005, he's a starter. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. takes about three or four years. And, that, and like, where's that <clears> gone? <throat> like, you don't have to just throw these young kids. And it is the system that you're in. And it mm. is the culture of the club that you're in. Mm. And it does help. I mean, it does help being under Wayne Bennett, you know? For but sure. I think I think with, as you said, like, we do have a lot of talent. We have a heap of talent. Mm. But what sort of system are you in? Yeah. We've got some coaches in the game. They're not that fucking smart. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They're just cut from the, the, the Tim Sheens mold, the, the, the Wayne Bennett's, the, uh, the Craig Bellamy's, all that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? They're all around being assistants and all that kind of stuff. And there's some head coaches out there that I don't think really warrant to be head coaches. They're not mm. that smart. They just know the right people. Well, it's just a fucking like, carousel. It's a coaching yeah. carousel. Well, it's not what you know, it's who you know in that game. Trust well, me. It's like a specialist position with not many candidates. Like, yeah. you've got this position where it's like you've got 16 teams, you need, or 17 teams now, you've got 17 coaches, but like, how do you even train to become a coach? Like, we've got mm. all these systems developed for young six year olds all the way into first graders, footy players yeah. to become first, first graders. Head coaching is arguably harder than playing first grade. We and have I'll, no systems to develop. Just little things like this. So just say, I spoke to some, some serious coaches, like, you know, the Waynes and the Phil Goulds and all that kind of stuff. It's like, people get, they, they get rushed into being first grade coaches just yeah. because they were great NRL players. It doesn't mm. mean shit. Look how long Fitzgibbon coaching, coaching is like That's a right fucking right. art. You need to know people. You need to know backgrounds of people and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And you need to understand. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It might, you've got you to gotta be head coach of or be in the system for about five, six, seven years. Mm. You know what I mean? You don't just go, yeah, I fucking killed it for a show. I played this, this, I, that. Therefore, I can be, uh, I've been coached by the greats. Doesn't mean you're going to be a fucking yeah, good coach. 100%. There's been a lot of coaches who got thrown into that mm. and they've been fucking battling ever since. You've got to serve your apprenticeship. You've got to do your apprenticeship. Yeah. Be around the system. Like, look at Serraldo. He's been around for 10 years. And said no to a thousand and gigs. And said no until the time is right. Yeah. Jason and Dimitri. Know, and, he know, and they know, yeah. like, and they know the systems. They know about people. They know, like, his demeanor is like he's like 50. Yeah. I'm older than fucking Ciro. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like the way he carries himself, <laughs> yeah. and you see some, you see some. He other does co- seem like an old. Head, you know, hey. you see some other coaches because they've been in the system for ages. Yep. They've been coaching NYC. They've been coaching reserve grade. They've been coaching these young men, SG yep. ball, being around the game for so long. And then, so when they get to first grade, it's not a big deal. Mm. They'll be 10, 15, 20 year plus coaches. Where mm. if you want it straight away, oh yeah, I played fucking this, this, this. I want, I want to be first grade coach. You'll probably get the inside rail, won't you? Yeah. You'll probably get the run before, be old, before old mate who's been battling 
and, and you've got a bigger name, guys never played first grade, you're going to get that mm. before those guys. So I think with coaching, it's patience as well. Mm. You've got to know these young kids. These young kids, are different. it's a different generation. Way different. Way different generation. Way different. A lot more sensitive, not as resilient, all mm. this kind of shit, you know what I mean? But they're just different people, but they're still human beings. You've got to, but know, also like, you've got to know what a human being is. Mm. You know, they're not fucking robots, these kids. Don't I think treat like, them like that. For, for the negatives that they have, like as in, yeah, they're not as tough and they're a bit sensitive. It's not tough. It's just, it's just little it's things. It's just different. But I think that the positive that they do is they're so confident that they come into games and they'll try, like Katoa, Reese Walsh, mm. they'll, make, they'll try and make the big plays at an 18-year-old. Whereas when I was coming through, you wouldn't have the audacity nah. to put your hand or up. Or even say, fucking talk at training. <clears throat> not even Some talk. kids and I'm just like, I can just see a training, they're talking, the 18-year-olds haven't played first grade. And I'm like... Yeah. You wouldn't dare fucking open your mouth if, you, yeah. if, you, if, if I was that 18-year-old kid. Because yeah. I was that 18-year-old kid. I'm like, no, nah, you need to earn everything. But I think just it's, it's a different generation. Yeah. And you've got to understand that. And if evolve with the times. Mm. Try and give them a little bit of, bit, of, bit of knowledge, bit of knowledge here if they're stepping out of place, all that kind of stuff. Mm. You know, but let them be themselves. Yeah. Just let them be themselves. And just all you got to do is guide these young kids. They're all great young kids that want to be great. Mm. It's just a little bit of guidance here. And that's where coaching comes into it. It's not about the head coach. It's all about the assistants and all these other people. And it's all about the club, how it's built. Mm. You know what I mean? If, you build, if, they, if they do expand, are they going to expand? They're looking to expand looking to, to expand, 20 right? teams. Yeah, mm. we'll just do it and see how we fucking go. Mm. Well, because you, you everyone wants, everyone's playing rugby league at the moment. Yeah. The only thing, everyone if, everyone, if you break it right down, you go, well, we don't have enough talent. We just don't have enough fucking halfbacks. <laughs> yeah. If you break it yeah, all the way down, we've got enough crucial, front rowers, we've got hookers, we've got every other fucking position but seven. Mm. And that's the main position. But, but and that's co- as I said, that's, that's coaching. coaching. Yeah, yeah. Cultivate these young kids, mm. get them through the system and just help them. Mm. I've always said, like, I always said, I said, look, the NRL should identify 20 of the best young kids in from 16 to 18 and put them in leadership groups and make them a part of this next. You, you're, just say if you got told if you're a 16 year old kid, like, you're going to be the, I look at you as a future captain of whatever club or New mm. South Wales or Australia, you're going to stay in the game, mm. right? If you're a halfback or 5'8, you've got to nurture these kids, cultivate them, get them to give them, incentivize them, incentivize them to stay in our game instead mm. of go and play AFL, play union, all these other sports. Mm. Stay in the NRL because there's a pathway for you to be great and to be the next Australian captain, New South Wales captain, all that kind of stuff. As a 16 to 18 year old, fuck. That's, that's the future right there because that's where we're losing our sevens mm. and our sixes and all these, all the, all the, those, all those plays, you know what I mean? Mm. So there's a, there's a way that the NRL can incentivize a lot of young kids to stay in our game. It's fucking hard when you're a 16-year-old kid just playing down in Wollongong or Newcastle and you go out to Mount Druitt and it's a fucking 16-year-old kid, six foot five Tongan, <laughs> tear your fucking head off. Do you really want to stay in the game? <clears throat> no. Mother's Maybe not. Well, if you've got that dog about you, you do. If you're a fucking dog and you're you get fucking, fucking dog. Yeah, exactly. And if you want it, because <laughs> you know, a lot of parents go, oh, this is too rough. Well, it's not fucking for you. <laughs> This is not the game for you, kid. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like you, but but you'll, you'll identify talent. You know this kid wants to play for Australia. If you want to play for Australia, you've got to go through all the shit, kid. Mm-hmm. And you've got, to be, you've got to have the people around these young kids to fucking go, we'll guide you to the fucking top mm. if you're willing to stay with it. Mm. It ain't fucking for everyone. That's to why not many people make it. To a couple of your points there, Kempi, you're right. Like you sort of mentioned it right at the start as well. There are so many players around, I consider them around my level, where you obviously... You've got the elite, you've got the fucking goats that can, any, any, any system, plug and play, Mace, always say yeah. this, Cam Smith, Billy Slaters, or even Billy to agree had to work on it, like people down in Melbourne. Off, yeah, he wasn't um, a ball player when he came. There's no. more like, there's, I'm talking Sunnies, Maces, uh, all these sorts Almost of players. Almost like born to play. Yeah, and then there's those next level, which are probably, the, that's where it's Cronks, like, they were, 
they were destined to be great because of how hard they worked mm-hmm. and they're always going to be top tier players. And then probably maybe a tier or maybe another blow, a blow that is guys like myself, you, where it's like the difference. I was a top tier. Well, <laughs> well, well, oh, you're just above me, Kempi, and then I'm the one below you. But <laughs> you played more games than me, bros. But, but the point is, is that a lot of that, the difference between some of the guys, like you said right at the start, that are at our level that maybe didn't play, end up playing, even playing first grade at all or go on to play maybe 150 games. There's fuck all between them. I'll give you a perfect. It comes down to coaching, timing, yep. a bit of luck, some injuries, you know, stay healthy. Um, and then obviously hard work as well. Like mm. we all work hard, but yeah. um, sometimes, you know, it's a bit of belief in a, in a coach, like a great coach like mm. Wayne Bennett uh, has a little bit of faith in you and you go on to have, you know, play more games and, and represent... Um, you know, even go on if you can, you know, manage and get some representative honours. You know, well, I, I reckon the perfect example is Tom Dearden. Mm. Came in through the Broncos, was, was, was going to be the next big thing, got completely decimated and not protected by the Broncos. And Broncos were a differently run club a couple of years ago. They yep. seemed to be turning things around. Goes to the Cowboys. It wasn't good at the Cowboys at the start either. People were making jokes about him, his losing streak. He hadn't won a game in the first 40 NRL games or whatever it was. If he didn't get Peyton up there to instill confidence in him and bring him around, I guarantee... Well, not can't guarantee. That's right. He was a mid-season shift before Peyton got there, wasn't he? And so if he had continued down that path, Mm. I honestly reckon Dearden would have been spat out by the game because he'd been so... He's playing Queensland Cup this year and next year. And now he's going to be probably 5'8 for Queensland this year. 100%. Easily. He'll be... He'll be... He's he's pushing chairs for sure. He's pushing chairs. And like a lot of people had Sam Walker ahead... Dearden comes in, makes his origin debut. I reckon he's now Dearden's, in. I think he's Dearden's that as well, dude. which yeah. is that's how good he is, and that just shows you different systems with different coaches matters. Confidence for sure matters massively. Yeah. So uh, great takeaway there on obviously the OG Wayne and how much it matters from coaching all the way down to playing group and even your juniors, man, and developing your juniors, doing the right thing on the way up. Uh, my one goes to another great coach and a great system, boys. I think the Storm are in grave danger of missing the eight for the first time. Since 2002. Mm. Obviously, 2010 was mm. the year that they had the salary cap issue. Mm. But, uh, look, I res- like I said, it's... Give you your know, boat go back, G.I. Go, hey? G.I., <laughs> <laughs> where's the boat? Um, their injury list right now. Obviously, Munster and Coates are the most recent from round one. Nas just got injured on the oh, weekend. Mate. He looks to be out for another six to eight what weeks. What happened to Nas? Medial, uh, medial. something. Oh, yeah, yeah, medial. Um, Ryan Pappenhausen, Justin Ollum, Tui Kamitha, George Jennings, new recruit Tarek Sims, Tom Eisenhuth, and Dean Uramia. Like That's a lot. Apart from the last two, you know, who have been solid contributors to Melbourne, it's just... It's just too much. Like, it's too much of a toll. And even Bellier come out this, I think, maybe even a couple of days ago after the game and said he can't remember a run like it. And it almost even stands back to last year with Welshie, Remus Smith missing big parts of footy, um, Munster missed some footy, uh, Pappy obviously missed heaps of footy. Um, he even said, you know, potentially he needs to come back and look at it. But I, I, I just think watching that game on the weekend... We were on the dogs too, by the way. Mm. Me and uh, me and Mace, we, with our friends at Tab, we got on the dogs because I liked the price. Because I literally looked at the, and this is no respect to the disrespect to the Bulldogs. No, no, I looked at the Bulldogs and I went, we I win. think the Bulldogs have the better team. Really, against the Melbourne Storm. So I was like, you know, like, in in not in the sense, like you you were, I was going through and sort of matching them all up. 
and I was looking through it and it's like, it's not, it, they're not crazy underdogs was my point. So mm. I, in particular, I like the start in the game. And I chucked that on our Bet's Friends channel too on, on the tab. So I chucked in um, the plus seven and a half. <laughs> but I just thought across the park um, with some of these guys, I'll, I'll run you through just like some of the names that played on the weekend. Just quickly. Well, you would have had like Wishart versus Burton. Burton. Wishart at, yeah. at six. I thought he was a winger. Well, that was his dad. No, no. He's a utility. He's a utility. He's a utility. Oh, look, to be fair, he probably hasn't nailed down a spot in NRL and he might just be one of those hybrids for the rest of his life. He's a battler. He has a red hot Obviously, the massive potential. So start at the top. Nick Meany playing fullback. Unreal in round one. And we said this, mate. So I thought Mm. it was unbelievable, but still not a noted fullback. Will Warbrook looked unreal in the trials. A rugby sevens convert from over in New Zealand. Remus Smith, gun. Yong Tonamapia. In and out of first grade for probably the last two or three years. Tyron Wishart at six. Um, there must be someone that comes a little bit later on the wing. Husey, obviously, Garn, Naus, Harry. The front row speaks for itself. Trent Liero. Um, they've had big wrestling him down there for a while, but generally he's the sort of guys in these positions where you're still you, a rookie. They don't, it's like we are talking about before. They don't really get, they've never really had to rush them straight into being a 80, played 80 minutes on the weekend. Mm. Alyssi Katoa, same thing. You spoke about him. He fucking played outstanding. He played 80 on the weekend Katoa as well. Did. Josh King, he was a, a toiler at Newcastle. He's come down. Great season last year, don't get me wrong. But sort of just all these guys, Bronson Garlic, Alec McDonald, Aaron Penne, Jordan Grant, Grant Anderson, Kane Bradley. Like these guys aren't household names. And I know in the past, they've, they've done a really good job of implementing two to three of them in a team. Mm. Like if you can get... Two to three, like, oh, I like the potential and what Alan McDonald brings as a toiler off the bench. Mm. But if it's just him and Aaron Panay with, in the past, they've had Chee sit next to him and Nelson coming off the bench because mm. they've had Jesse. Mm. As soon as they take a hit, and they've probably taken the biggest hit in injuries, um, I, I just think that it's going to be really hard for them to pull, pull back. Um, whether they get their starters back... But that doesn't mean when their starters come back at some point, there's, there's going to be injuries all year, boys. So um, I just think the depth is really going to be tested. Uh, I, had, I had a real outrageous take a couple of years ago with Trent Robinson before the season started and the Roosters, and Robbo completely fucked me because everyone, <laughs> everyone that he brought in that year just killed it. If Bellamy can do that, I'm, this is one of those situations, again, where I'm like, I'd love to be... Fucking, mm. I'd love for him to th- like, n- and not like they'll do it just for us. But if they manage to pull this one off this year, I think this would be one of one of Bellamy's because I thought that was one of Trent Robinson's greatest coaching Last um, year. seasons. The year before, the, that's when they lost everyone. They lost the Morris brothers. They lost Boydie. They lost Friendy all oh, in the same year. Yeah. They all retired at the end yeah. of the year. Yeah, and uh, you know I predicted them not to make the eight, and they still made it despite yeah. all. It's the, the culture that they're going, to, and it's coach driven, and it's well, the system, right? Well, well this is can the storm. Can the storm? And I do just it. think if anyone can do it, it's the storm. Mm. Yeah, I think I'd would high I'd hold them higher than like the Rooster system. Anyone's. It's the number one system in the it game. It is, yeah. and it's the culture yeah. of the thing. You know, Katoa played outstanding. They still played all right football. They, just they did. They fucking just lost numbers. Like Big Nas was fucking tearing us, tearing us to bits. Yeah. And you know, Welsh was doing his thing. They, you know, they just they, it's it's a depth thing. If they keep running out of troops, it's it's going to be hard for them. But if they can get everyone back on, just say, you know, just just before Origin, mm. they could go on a run. Yeah, you know, they're you know they, they they could they could it's going to be pretty even comp this year. No one's really going to be out yeah, blazing it, and that's, and that's a mean? part of it as well. I and for me, Kempi, they can't afford to lose 
either Munster this year, Munster, because obviously because Pappy's still out, mm. but Munster and Hughes, um, I know he's going to be back in a couple of weeks, but in years past when one of them's missed, their record hasn't been all that, mm. like they've had a good uh, record without Munster in years past. Not anymore, not yeah. this year. They can't afford to not have him this year. Yeah, the, the Storm, I, I take it back actually a few years and I've spoken about it on my podcast. They're the only club in, that I know, that I'm aware of in history, that's, whole bench has been a marquee signing for other clubs. Yeah. So they got gutted from Dale Finucane, Nico yep. Hines, um, Tino Fasua Malawi, yeah. and um, who was the other one they lost? Oh, and, and Cam Smith retired that same year as well. Yep. And so like we're seeing, what we're actually seeing right now is it's, it's probably the first time since Bellamy's taken over that their depth players that would come in, like Nico Hines would come in for Pappy and do a job. And on top of that, they lost Scotty Drinkwater the year before that, Fuck who was supposed damn. to be Billy Slater's heir apparent. So we're actually... We, that, that year, they lost all their depth outside the starting 13. So what we're seeing right now is almost like a rebuild from two depths down yeah. of first grade. Yeah. And I think that they're in this tough position because their 20, last 20 years, basically what Bellamy did was said, I don't care who's around him. I keep Cam Smith, I keep Cooper Cronk, and I keep Billy Slater. And we'll just get toilers around them because these guys win comps. Unfortunately, as good as Hughes is, as good as Munster is, as good as Harry Green is, they're not Cameron Smith, Cooper Cronk, Billy Slater. Mm. And and Paps just, yeah. Yeah. Potentially three immortals. Potentially. Potentially. Well, Cam Smith and Billy, I'd say they've got to be. I reckon Cam's a lock, and then Bill's... The closest thing to a lock, yeah, without being a lock, Cam's definitely a lock, like, and then Cronk's the ones that's 50 50. Yeah, like. well, I think Cronk like suffers in the immortal chat because he doesn't have the flashy stuff, yeah. But you look at his resume, and you yeah, go, the resume means it, it should equal that. But if, yes. if JT's not in there, and if like Joey, I mean, Joey's in there, but like, yeah, JT's they're gonna argue there. about like a, a fucking Peter Sterling, yeah, you know, Darren yeah, Lockyer, Darren, Darren Lockyer, Alfie Langer's like, yeah. Darren Lockyer deserves to be in there, D Lock should be in there. Sure. Yeah, I Lockie think, should be next. I think yeah. Lockie should be in there, yeah. Lockie um, should be next. But yeah, so yeah. With, the, with the Storm, I just think that, you know, like to lose as much as they've lost over the last two years, it's it's so hard to bet. Like, yeah. I, I also think that we're, as Mace, you were saying earlier, we're in a d- different generation. Don't get me wrong. When I was coming through, people left for money for sure. There's no denying that. Where, but the senior players at the Broncos would literally talk to each other and be like, you take 100 grand less, you take... Like, yeah. talking to each other. Yeah. And all... Like, Manly were notorious for it. We, did. Old boys we did it in the 2000s. Said, boys, we're all going to be on less, but we'll win a comp. Whereas I feel like... It's not more selfish. I'm not going to say players are more selfish now. But they're No, more, but they're, they're more about... No, they are. You can say selfish because they're, yeah. all, they're leaving the club... OG can not, say selfish. No, they're, 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 just, <laughs> they're just saying because they, they, they just think of the bigger picture. They're like, well, I'm not in this game forever. Exactly. I don't give a fuck. If I don't win a comp, it's not the be-all and end-all. My family and everything is, is first. Yeah. It's family first. And try and put yourself in it and, you know, like go with a, a, a team that might win a comp, all that kind of stuff. It's hard to fucking go to a team now. It's like a guaranteed lock to win a comp, mm. especially with Penrith sort of coming back down. You're like, you got to pick carefully. And it's, it is a selfish part. It's just the way it is. Yeah. You're, not sitting, you're not sitting around. I remember in 2003, we're like, we need to take 50 grand each to stay together. Mm. And that was, that was all the senior players. And we did. Yeah. Manly did it. Melbourne did it. All Broncos did it. All, that, all the clubs did. That was very, very open with, with, um, mm. with the teams. Because you want, Roosters did it. Yeah, you know all the teams that really wanted to stay together. Now it's like fuck. You don't really care if just say if we're all sitting around and if you go fuck, Titans just offered me one point two. Yeah, 
I can't stay here for 800. Mm. It's a fucking lot of money. Oh. And it's a money that you're never going to see again. So mm. the talk between players now is like, go get it, man. And it's not being selfish. It's just putting yourself first. I don't know if yeah. you, that can come across as selfish. Maybe it is. Mm. Maybe it isn't. But it's, it's, it's you first. Mm. So if that comes across selfish, then that's the way it is. Because mm. they just think like that. Yeah. I think they think like, as you just said, it's more bigger picture. Like yeah. they think, I've got a family. I love my children. What's more important to me? Me winning a comp, potentially, maybe. Yeah, we maybe. Know how hard Who it is. fucking knows? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Or guaranteed extra 200000 a year in my yeah, bank. Yeah, I reckon that's a big part of it. It's like, fuck. How, like, especially, and even if you've won a comp as well, like, just say you've been out of Storm mm. or you're one of those players like Tino. Oh, mate, Tino, in and out. Tino won, won a comp. And then, yeah, and then he's done it. He's got it. He's won a comp. Like, if I. One Origin, I would have been making a World Cup. So, I would have been making a year or two. As a youngster, if I'd won a comp off the bench early if I'd got a ring carry on for me show me the money baby I would have yeah. gone to all the clubs and said pay it up so I understand where Tino is at the moment but he, he signed before he won the comp by the way won the comp won yep. a world cup won origin what else is there to do just, just, just to be great and build on your legacy mm. now. Yeah. that's all yeah. he gives and that's very very that's very very rare what he's done now mm. but like young kids coming through the systems of Penrith Spencer Lianu going fuck I've been three I've won two yeah. now I want to I want to start what, what the Roosters offered me 700, 750. I'm getting offered four. I love all these brothers here. They're all going to, they're going to be my brothers forever. They've got a bond there that's going to last forever as soon as, as soon as you win a comp. Yeah. So like, tick, tick, go look after yourself. Crichton, go look after yourself. Mm. You've done all you can here. What can mm. we win? We can't win 10 in a row. Mm. You're never going to do that. The dynasty is, they don't last. Yeah. They've got about four or five years. You win as, you, you maximize and you get out. And when you, when you speak to like, and Mace, you'd, you'd speak to the younger players all the time. Most of the older players would probably say to the younger kids, guys, no. take mm. care of yourself. Because yeah. I retired with nothing. That's yeah. the talk these days. I retired with nothing. Whereas like... I've done it myself. Like yeah. I've spoke to guys, players. Guys, take like, care of yourself. Because the club that offers you loyalty... And look, don't get me wrong. I do think to win a comp, you need to be... You need, someone needs to make a sacrifice. But the club that offers you loyalty, as soon as you start playing poorly... Your well, ball, and bro. that's the thing. The, the, the blueprint's out there, right? Mm. For tw- the last 20 years. They, they had that in the, in the 90s, loyalty, Super League, all this sort mm. of shit, whatever it was. Like, I know for a fact, like, Ricky Shield got offered a million dollars in Australian captaincy, and he, he backed all that down to stay at Canberra for his mates, and he got called a fucking, a che- uh, like, a, an arsehole for, for leaving and coming to the dogs. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. They control the narrative, yeah, they do everything. Yeah. So, gone to those days. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. these players, they're loyal. I mean, it's, loyalty is done. Mm. You know what I mean? I sort of figured that out early in my career because they're like, okay, Willie, um, we, want to, we want to do this, this, and this, but four of your best mates are probably going to have to go elsewhere. Mm. Well, fuck that. Mm. That's one of the reasons why I left. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, so that all, those, all those things are out. I figured that shit out really. There's mm. no loyalty, man. I was killing it. Mm. Of course I'm going to be fucking getting all these offers and all that sort of shit when you're up here. <coughs> but your old mate here is getting left because he's not playing that good. Mm. It's a performance-based job that we're in. Mm. Understand that. That's what mm. everyone needs to understand. The only people that are let down are fans. Mm. That's it. Because they think, because you're a young ju- you're a local junior, you have to play for the rest of your life. No, fuck it, no. Mm. No, because these players know what happened to the players in the 2000s. And, and the stories from us coming in, we're all back in the club now, aren't we? We're all, in, we're all like spread out throughout NRL clubs. All the guys that played in the 2000s. Like, mm. Go take care of your bread. Do you think Look after NRL, yourself. Look after your family. Do you think the NRL... Because I, I 
wish we could live in a world where players were rewarded for loyalty. Like I really it's do. Bullshit. Well, I think so too because have a look at what look what Penrith's doing to the whole NRL. Mm. Just fucking giving them all their best fucking players that they've developed since they were twelve years old, mm. and they're all household names now. They're all representative players. Their culture, everything's embedded in them. Is all winning and fucking everything. That's what you want. You want a Penrith player. You want a Storm player. Mm. You want these players because you know what it builds. Mm. Look what fucking Wayne did. Three or four Melbourne players because he knows what they bring every single week, week mm. out, week in, professionalism, all that kind of stuff. Mm. Penrith's like that now. You want a Penrith player. You want to grab an Isaiah Yo if you can. Mm. You can't. You never do that. But you know, like, you, you go hop good. We've got Crichton. You go get you know, hop you know, good. You know what I mean? You're gonna you're gonna try and get, get these. Good. You're <laughs> gonna try and get these players that have been in system that know how to win. Mm. You know what I mean? So and, and it breeds success. Mm. And it sucks that the NRL don't have anything implemented that can go. All right, well, some compensation, maybe like two or three. I, I don't know. A money. It's obviously there's money. A, isn't there's it? a little one, isn't there? It's, it's like a hundred grand or something. It's bullshit, right? It's bullshit. You know, like you're getting offered just say. Where you know, obviously Penrith is stacked now with the Mel- the, the Melbourne. I mean, um, the salary cap is fucking what ten million They're at the brink. Mm. They can't afford anyone else. Mm. That's why they're going. You know, with the Crichtons and the uh, Leonews and stuff like that, they're like, fuck. I want to stay, mm. but I got a fucking my fa- I got a family. I got a young family on the way. I'm like, I'm I'm in mid twenties. I don't well, know how critter. many fucking max year credit. I don't know how many max maximum contracts I've got left. Well, this is like lo- this is. Fucking set your whole life up. Well, the Panthers were in such a tight spot; they couldn't even they didn't mind, even offer Critter. They couldn't even offer him because yeah. it was disrespectful. It's that's what that's it was. That's why it's got a little bit messy right at the death, right? Because they they weren't in a position where they could even throw anything. And that comes back. It's almost remember that it was not like they were they were old juniors, but like what could, sorry sorry they what, were trying to reward you, Melbourne a couple of years ago. Yeah, but too, what could like they possibly do, boys? What could oh, the NRL mate. do to compensate, or is it just the way it is? It is. I think it's. It is what it is. Yeah, I I just. We're gonna settle with that because I like. I understand where fans are coming from. You know what I mean. And it's we want to keep the fan engaged with their team, engaged with their players. So I don't know what the answer is. How many players could potentially be on fucking? If you benefited the Panthers, right? Mm. And there was like some cap relief in five years, they could have fucking 12, 13 players. Yeah. Because their nursery is so good. I, I spoke to a, a guy, I actually won't name his name, but he's part of the Penrith Junior uh, Development System mm. out there. His one worry is developing these young kids and having to deal with managers early. Mm. Like these young kids are there like bringing through kids around the Sioni Katawas of the world yeah. and they're developing them so quick and they're, they're such a good system there now that they're Wayne Bennett and Sullivan are coming and knocking and getting them even before they get the first grade yeah. now. So Cronulla I think I think there was another kid who played for... Peru, he got taken yes. to Sharkies. Yes. Um, and T, uh, Tegan, oh, what's his name? He played for the Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins, oh, he came off the bench. Uh, Tegan maybe? Yeah, I'll have a look at his so name. So boys, what I'll do you that. think? Good do you think... Too. Will we put this down to like a... Re- like a purple patch of development for Penrith or is this going to just keep happening? They just keep churning them out. Because I think it's a purple patch. So I don't think they're going to ever have this sort of uh, run again of the Tottos, of the, of the, the Critters, the Luai's, the Clearies, oh, the Isaiah They've Yo, always the Liam, been out there, Liam mate. Martin, Fisher-Harris, Leota. Mason T. Fuck, come Mason on, man. T. You know what I mean? Like, there's some household names right at the moment. Mm. If they do keep doing this, I know it's, been, it's, a, it's a nursery for rugby league out there. I fucking know that. But they haven't fucking dished this out for the last 10 years. Come on. Mm. Yeah, but, but it, maybe started, it started when Uncle Gus went there and fucking put the systems in place. And now they don't want to leave, man. I so there, there were kids like, there were a lot of kids that played it. Even Most of the Manly boys are all from Mount Druid. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. They're all Blacktown boys. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the Finus and uh, and Hamole Alakwato and all. Yeah, because it's just like you've never really seen. At one at one point, Penrith were losing all the best ones. There was a point. There was a a point where they were all going to different teams. Yeah. I'm trying to rack my brain now and think of some of the OGs during the 2000s. But they were all playing at the the Roosters would come in early and get them. Yeah, I've always I've always now known Penrith that. I've always known that, that sure they they've always the had some great juniors. But I'm like, just they, those names that I just rattled off then. They're fucking household names and they're some of the best in their position mm. in the world. I'm like, fuck, can they keep producing this? If they do, then fucking the NRL might have to do something. Because, well, because. well if they do as well, I always say this, imagine the Melbourne Storm system, but in the best nursery of rugby league. Because yeah. like one... And that's what it is. That's, that's exactly Penrith what it is. right now. <laughs> and so like, it's got to a situation where the biggest hurdle for Melbourne is... No one wants to go and live in Melbourne. It's, they get away from family as a 16, 17-year-old. Mm. They've only got one guy currently. He's their fullback. I forgot his name. Faugo, I think. Yeah, he's, he's a one. Gyan. And he's, he came through Victoria. Outside of that, everyone has to get brought down. Whereas Penrith, all their locals are the best talent in the yeah. country. Yeah. Plus the best system. Like, I honestly think... You've been if, in that centre of excellence out there? I haven't been out there Fucking yet, no. magnificent. It's if, the best. If they, if they don't win another two premierships in the next... Five? Six. Five, six years, mm. I'd be surprised. You know why, Kempi? Because Taruva is a dog. So let's get on to our dogs of the week. Mace, kick All us right. off. I'll Who's your dog of the week? Off. Round two. Round two. I thought the, the Sharks and Eels was a proper, proper game. Um, I just can't go past. I, I look through everyone. Just the way they play. Like Dale Finucane would be fucking dog of the week for is the last, I reckon, in the last, just say 10 years. He could have taken it out five. He could be the dog he of the year. He could be the Every dog year. of the decade. If Let's a, get the dog of the decade is, for Dale <laughs> Finucane. Dog of the decade. Is, is, do you still do the award show? Oh, mate. The Golden Beak Awards? Yeah, the Golden Beak. We missed it this year. We missed it this year. Mate, yeah. we're going to have if, some if award you, shows. If, if you get if you get it going this year, we'd, come, we'd love okay, to come yeah. on and present the, the dog, dog of the year. year. 100%. And I a nice little collab with the dog of the year. The dog of the year. Dog of the year. So Finucane's like 64 minutes, 16 hips, 176 Meters gained, 43 tackles. Craziness. It doesn't fucking stop, mate. Craziness. And he's like, you know, he tips it on, he goes through the middle, he just puts his head, like, I mean, like, look what he did last year against Totola, last week against Totola. He just fucking went straight into him. (laughs) And he didn't even fucking, everyone's worried about Totola. Fanukin's at market with his hand out, perfect posture. Yeah, on to the next. Do you know what I mean? Where's the next? Where am I going next? He's like, ready no to get one some even cared. He's ready to if, fucking blade. If he's ready to blade. If he's ready to hunt. He's fucking ready to hunt. And I just look at that and go, fucking hell. He loves he's, a third man. He just too. loves it. The headband. He just he runs out. He sprints out. He does everything. He's that sort of dude that he'd be in everyone's top five fucking who to play with. Yeah. Oh, oh big time. He comes big out time. and he leads by example. Sprints out. He sprints out. I mean, last year he was, he was hampered by a few injuries. <laughs> Fuck sprint now. We're going to do a hamstring at that age. Fucking <laughs> Fanuka, watch yourself. Yeah. Maybe just three quarter pace. Maybe yeah, some high dirt. knees. Maybe some high knees yeah. or something like that. Not, knees a, not a full jump. fucking Roger Fabry three point start. Yeah. He's coming out with that shit. Yeah, he's three point. <laughs> he's he's coming out with a three pointer. He's fucking coming with a three point start. Fucking beautiful <laughs> fucking arm swing, mate. He's my dog of the week. He'd be definitely top three dog of the decade. Yeah, well, he's, he's but he's, uh, yeah, I love the the way he plays, man, he just he personifies how the Sharks play. And he personifies... Fitzy, Fitzy would love him. He plays oh, 100%. Him. He personifies a dog. And he can play the fucking guitar and serenade anyone. Oh, and he's great on content, <laughs> he's too. Great he's, on, he's on Kevy's ads. He's fucking hilarious. I fucking love him. Oh, he's so good on that. <clears throat> um, I need some clarifications, like, on the, the nominations of Doug. Not too pretty. 
King. I, I would have thought, I would have said Reese Walsh, Walsh, but he's too pretty. Well, I was going to say like, can you nominate yourself? Because I've been a dog this week. <laughs> oh, yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you All fucking right. can be a dog. Because like, All right. my missus, she has to book me for a podcast <laughs> to speak to me. That's how many potties I'm doing. I haven't spoken to her in fucking three weeks. Yeah, I'm a yeah. dog, just working all the time. We, and we appreciate that, mate. You, 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 you working dog of the I'm week. A dog. You're like you a kelpie. You're a kelpie. He's a kelpie. Oh, I had a kelpie. Kelpie was my first dog. Yeah. <laughs> His name was Chevy. <laughs> kelpie dog of the week. There you no, go. No, my real dog of the week. Now look, this is you know I know you're all about the OGs here. This is yeah. this is honestly the depths of OGs. This guy was around when fucking rugby league started. He may look like he walks on toothpicks, but he's got dog in him. Yeah. Wayne Bennett. Yes. <laughs> the dog of the week. I, 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 I You know what? I tossed up Wayne Bennett. Were you tossed up? Coach really? involved yeah, in this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Are you going to go Wayne Bennett as well? I, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about no, like massive mate, back to back efforts because, yeah, go on. Tell us why. Tell well, us why. I mean, you come into the comp with a new. Everyone, like, there were people saying it's the worst recruitment in history. He gets all these boys together, they beat two top eight sides. Not one, two mm. top eight sides. Yeah. It's one thing to go out there and be a dog, yeah. but to be the leader of the dogs, it's the dog fins. <laughs> <laughs> fins up. I want to see Wayne in that fin. I want to see Wayne in the you know, fin. You know when I... I'll tell you the exact fins moment up. that I, that I thought... Because every every week I'm watching, I'm just looking for dogs, and there's fucking dogs everywhere in the NRL. And Damn. you know that picture that come up? It was on all the platforms, and he's standing there, sort of at the tunnel. Oh yeah, like that. And I remember I looked at it, and he's like, I think it was maybe it was it was a picture of waiting. Uh, just before like warm up or maybe it was waiting for them to come off and I was like fuck Wayne's a dog he's a I was thinking that to myself I was like my fucking nominate OG but um, <laughs> I'm great I'm glad you did because uh, that's that's what that, that'll be that's one of the great nominations I am the dog. Uh, my one goes to um, Tyrell Sloan mm. uh, and and this is for a different sort of reason it, it's all about the dog mentality right mm. so um, there are a lot of raps coming out you know, with regards to the Dragons youngsters, the last couple of years, um, I did a, went and sat down and did a potty with them. Um, Ty, uh, Bud Sullivan, uh, Tyrell Sloan, and Teletoa Mone. Um, massive raps on these kids, and it didn't go to plan last year, boys. Mm. Uh, he got beaten out by Cody Ramsey for the fullback spot eventually. Um, he looked like he, you know, he'd really lost his confidence. But it sort of reminds me of, Kempi, I'm not too sure if you're familiar with the NFL as much, but Jalen Hurts, who was uh, yeah. um, a quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl with Jordan Mailata. Mm. So he was at Alabama. He was the dude. So not saying that you know Tyrell was the dude at the Dragons, but mm. Jalen Hurts was the dude at Alabama. He got beaten out in a championship game. So basically the grand final of college football and Tua comes in, he wins the championship and he had to change, eventually change teams, he goes to Oklahoma and then he's just slowly be just, he's had that dog menta yeah. mentality. Um, and this is and this is what I, I sort of looked at with, with Tyre, uh, Tyrell, you know, it's um, even a couple of weeks ago, he had the, uh, the Charity Shield yeah, game and, you know, and I seen- tears uh, at the end of it. Yes, and I, and I seen, you know, Latrell um, was consulting him mm. and, then there's all this chat around, you know, potential chat. And this he can't control this, but people are talking about dragons. They're trying to get rid of him. Well, there was there was chat around yeah. that, but the chat around the dragons not, you know, coming last. Mm. A lot of people tipped dragons to come last. Yeah. Then they have the week off, everyone I takes did. the piss. And then he comes out with that performance. Mm. And for me, that's a fucking dog of the week performance because um, that game, 
was slowly slipping away from Dragons mm. uh, early in the mm. first half. He cuts him up the middle, uh, you know, links up with Jacob Little. Little goes underneath the post. Then he goes on a nice little run, a little bit in the second half. Comes uh, Benny Hunt's looking. And it was like, yeah, it was a try. It was the fact that it was like an ad-lib play and he attacked the line. Mm. That... Even that both one from occasions. dummy half. When he both in, occasions. I was fucking... I questioned sometimes his toughness. Because they, they used to he, kick to him and fucking wallop him, right? Mm. And they thought, you know, like he's... You can bash him out of the game. Fucking right. Dummy half, he took A on. Fucking straight through him. Shrugged him off. Drawn past a little. I'm like, that's strength and that's confidence. He's obviously, mm. he's obviously been in the lab. He's been fucking working his ass off. He's fast as hell. His talent is out of this world. Yep. Talent's out. No one's questioning his talent. It's questioning his mental toughness. So I'm glad to see him get bounced back from that. I love that. Yeah, so I love I. that. I love that for him, man. I want to see him. I want to see him kill it. I yeah. want to see all these young so kids kill talent. it, mate. So I did, much talent. I don't want to see him in ten years going. Remember fucking that Sloan kid? Mm. Had a yeah. good couple of games. Here. I did. I, 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 did a, I did a potty with him um, last kid, year. He's, he's just a guy you want to root for. So yeah, like I, I said, am, I'm, I'm stoked for him. You're right, OG. He was even getting out, taking on the middle of the pack, yeah, man. and then when he punched that hole. Um, you know, there's there's some tough defenders in and around that that place that he just wanted it. So um, I thought. I thought he's a great contender or a great nominee mm. for me for, yeah. for Dog of the Week this week. All right, boys, rolling into it. Uh, it's been a, a long show already. We're just getting into the topics. Who cares? Obviously, obviously the big one. Roll. Yeah, we'll keep rolling, baby. Beast's got nowhere to be. He's, he's <laughs> met, the missus is happy. He's, he's his seventh Because you know today. why? Because he's out being a dog. She knows <laughs> hey, that. Hey, too. when we met, I said, I'm a dog. You better know that. <laughs> you better know that. <laughs> Don't try and change this dog. <laughs> you, can't cheat, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. That's, I've always said that. All right, uh, but moving on to our first topic, and it's a serious one, boys. Obviously, um, we've got a couple of topics that we'll talk about before we talk about the footy, but uh, a fan was ejected for, an, uh, for a, not alleged anymore. This is an article uh, the day of. It was a racial slur towards Latrell Mitchell. I think, I think I just really want to cross to you, Mace, in particular in this one. You've had, uh, and there's, there's so many more issues that we'll get to, I mm. guess, with, with Kempi, I'll come to you as well. But during your time, you would have caught, you would have heard it all. You would have been caught everything yeah. with regards to you moving on from clubs. Um, I guess, uh, actually, I don't want to put words in your mouth. What yeah. were some of the things that you heard during your career? Oh, and then God. obviously, then you can uh, allude to sort of you know what's what's going on still in this day and age. Yeah, it's, it's disappointing first of all to hear all that stuff in 2023. Obviously, just people are scumbags, and um, you know I, I went through a hell of a lot. Of uh, racial slurs, you know, the Coffs Harbour stuff that we went through as Bulldogs players, that was probably the worst thing. Um, as a team, like, you know, you're getting called, like, racist remarks and all this sort of shit and, like, you know, Hasm copping a lot of stuff because of his, his religion. Man, we're, we're, all that, we're, all those, we're all that team that everyone hated. You yes. understand? People, people don't really understand. So it was only just, like, 19, 19 years ago. So, like, these young mm. kids probably wouldn't understand. We'll come... You know, we played in Penrith, got caught all this sort of stuff. You know, there's people waiting behind... After when we're warming down on the field, like just fucking ripping into Hazem, ripping into us, just saying just the most vulgar shit, man. Like if we had, right, mate, there's that many times in plays had to get fucking held back from jumping the fence and punching the fucking shit out of someone mm. for some of the shit that they were saying. That's it. So that's most. That's that's it happened out in Penrith about two or three times. I'm not sure why it happens out in Penrith because you have a look at the. Uh, demographic out there's a lot of Polynesian brothers out there. there's a lot of indigenous you know what I mean but like I'm not sure why you get that it's working nasty, class out there that, it's, it's yeah, working it, class it is working there. class I yeah. know that but like you just think that, that crowd out there man there's a lot of brothers out there there's a lot of indigenous that you think yeah, fucking true. would just kick your fucking head off straight away mm. 
but you know they, they're very careful in where they say it and to who so you know it was a lot of it was a lot of shit that we did go through it was fucking hard it was hard like you know when we went out when we when we when we were playing when whilst we we're playing we're just very i don't i'm not sure it wasn't really a platform for us to to really whinge on you know you're not going to go on fucking uh channel nine or anything like that they didn't really want to ask any of those questions anyway they didn't really give a shit it was all about that but now i can understand why players are fucking going at it you got social media you got your own platform, you've got podcasts, you've got a lot of people that want to hear and exploit these fucking assholes from being racist. Mm. You know, it's, uh, it's just not called for, man. I can, I understand, I, I've been through it. Mm. And it's just like, what can I do but jump the fence and fucking tear this guy's head off? I can't. Mm. You can't do it. So Especially just, when it's a 15 year old you're just, kid. You're used to like, you know, and then there's some been grown men, mate. There's some mm. grown ass men. I'm not a 15 year old kid, man. I'm talking grown ass men. Well, the 15 year old heard it from grown people. So. Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we yeah. used to sit there. Like, I remember seeing it, like a grown-ass man. Oh, you're fucking black. This C-U-N-T, you rapist, this and that. Like, to us, like, that sort of shit was thrown at us mm-hmm. as players. I fucking sit, I can, you know, like, I can sit here and honestly say it was just like, it was straight to your face. And what do you do? You, do you jump the fence and just fucking lay into him? That's what you want to do. You just mm. had to fucking bite your tongue and just like, there was no, no one to tell. Like, mm. and... I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't just like, oh, he, he said this. Like, who was it? He would have fucking ran away like by the time you get around to the, mm. to the bench or anything mm. like that. You know, it was like, so I went through a hell of a lot like that. And, and, and some of the brothers that played in our team did, you know what I mean? Mm. Some indigenous, we had Polynesian, we had a Muslim player, only Muslim player in the NRL, Tasm. Mm. You know, he copped a fucking heap. Um, we went through that the Coffs Harbour scandal. Mm. Yeah, that was fucking awful. It was the worst thing I've ever been through. Getting mm. called that, I'd rather be called a murderer. Mm. You know what I mean? So the shit that I went through personally is like fucking tops a lot of the shit that's been said now mm. to these players. I know I just don't stand for it. And I just think that's 2000. That was the whole, the whole 2000s. You know what I mean? It was just you could hear it in Brisbane, you hear it in Townsville, you hear it in fucking Parramatta, you hear it anywhere but your home ground. Mm. You know what no. I mean? And it was just disappointing just to hear that right now again in 2023. But it's just got to you got to understand it's just a scumbag fucking world at the moment. Do you know what I mean? They just they sit there and they just they I just just sit there and watch the game and enjoy Latrell Mitchell, enjoy Cody Walker and all these young players just fucking kill it and just be looking like they're having fun. Why would you go to a game and just like racially abuse someone? I don't understand the mindset. It's fucking poor. It's disappointing. The game's just going to, you know, I'm not sure if they find him and they just, you know, he's going to be not allowed to in the game forever. Is that enough? What's Is the, that what's enough? The way, what's the way forward with this, uh, Ken? Because like you said, 15-year-old kid... All of us, you know, when we heard that straight off the bat. Like, that, sorry, that's the worst thing. He's fucking 15. Mm, yeah. You're talking about, you expect this from a, fi- a fucking 40 year old or a 30 year old, you know, like 50 year old. I don't know, just a little bit older. So yeah, that's, guys that's, that grew up fucking, in different times. That's the fucking parents. Mm. You blame the parents if you're a 15 year old kid calling. You, you had the balls to call Latrell Mitchell any sort of racist remark. That is, what the fuck is he hearing at home mm. or around his friends? You know what I mean? He's 15 years yeah, old. It doesn't that just, is disgusting. Yeah, I think, you know, the father's obviously come out and said uh, it was unacceptable and it's not something that he condoned. So it's a, it's a real tricky one. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be from his father. It could just be the nature of, like, the people, the kids that he's hanging out with as well. Could be the internet. The internet, yeah, there are sure. like uh, There are pockets of the internet that find it funny to troll like that so they don't really think it but they love the reaction that they yeah. get and the attention but you know obviously disclaimer like I'm, I'm white so my opinion although it matters it's not as doesn't hold as much weight as someone that is Polynesian or indigenous or whatever I but think it should though can be no, because if you're, no, if you're well, I haven't, from I haven't a, had the lived experience though yeah, so yeah. I, I can't sit here and say but what 
my opinion still matters, but yeah. what I'm saying is it's coming from a place that hasn't really experienced yeah. it. So understanding right from wrong, though. Yeah, for sure. Mean, and yeah. so the, what I think. The thing, if, if there's any, you know, just Aussies listening to this that may go, oh, okay, yeah, it's a bad word, but, you know, we all get bad words. The difference what was the word? Uh, oh, I'm not sure what the word what is. Was the but word? Is there a quote? No, they uh, didn't release it. Um, did what, what Latrell heard? Yeah, yeah. What do you say? N-word? Uh, black, black C. Black C-U-N-T? Mm. I think, I think, yeah. I, I believe so, that was it. You know, first, if there's Aussies listening out there, they go, oh, all right, well, yeah, it's bad, but he's just insulting him. We all get insulted. The difference here is the history behind everything yeah. the the fact that when when you're using those words with i'll use just indigenous specifically you're taking them back to a time where their grandfathers were treated less than human their grandmothers treated less than human where their great-grandfathers were literally taken from their home that that the history and the weight of the words it's it's not just an insult it's deeper than that so some people try to conflate the two things and say oh i get called a a redheaded this or whatever. Oh, I've been called a redneck. Yeah. It's like, well, it's, it doesn't, look, you shouldn't call people racial things, but it doesn't have the same weight. Like, mm. it, you know, for example, I use, I'll use i use my experience. Like I got a called a wog all growing up, but I'm not a wog. Mm. So I can just go, I don't give a fuck. Like, mm. all right, cool. Yeah, I do look like a wog, whatever. Mm. But if I was a wog, I would understand a history that I, my parents or whatever that came over to Australia and were treated like second-class citizens. So mm. I just wanted to kind of explain I guess explain from my perspective how the depth of the pain that is caused when they hear stuff like that. It's not the words that hurt them. It's the history behind the words. In regards to going forward, look, I think he should absolutely be punished. His kids uh, should be doing history classes and, and, sent education. To, and sent out to Will Kenya or Broken Hill or up north and see how the Indigenous live mm. and the history of, their, of, of the Indigenous people. Mm. Go out there and educate this little fucking prick. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't sure. give a shit. You know what I mean? Like, just there's there need to be some repercussions other than you're not, you're not allowed yeah. to come in. It's your dad, your dad apologised to you. Mm. you know, apologised for you. There's no repercussions there. You don't give a shit. He's going to go back to school, this and that. Have they named and shamed him? No. He's too young, isn't he? Too it? young. Yeah. He's too young. So there's no fucking repercussions for this little prick. Do you know what I mean? So he can just keep on with his life. There's nothing else. Send him somewhere. Send him up to Arnhem Land and fucking go spend a month there on an indigenous camp. See how they live. Educate these yeah. young kids. Show, the, show them the history of it. They'll flora and fauna till fucking 1970. Mm. You know what I mean? They'll like a, like a kangaroo. An indigenous person was like a kangaroo. You could shoot that person. Crazy. Do you know what I mean? It's fucking fucked up the history of like indigenous in this mm. country. Yeah. So that's what it brings a lot of pain like to all these brothers that are playing this game. Yeah, it's fucking sure. terrible. Yeah. And I, I think like if you can educate, then you can get him to empathize. Yes. Like you need to ask him... How would you feel, mate, if your grandparents were treated less than human? Yeah. You'd feel I've got, I've got, friend, got friends whose parents were stolen. Yeah, exactly. It's fucked. And you put yourself in that shoes and you think of your grandparents and how much you love them. Yeah. How would you feel if they got treated like that? And then mm. I think hopefully we can educate himself and the friends around him so that we have one less racist in mm. the community. Now he, now, he still should be punished though. I don't know how you punish him. But he still should be. You got to punish him by taking him out of his comfort zone and mm. out of this, out of Sydney and up north and out into these rural areas. I've been out there. I do stuff with mm. Deadly Choices out of Broken Hill, Will Kenya, when there's 300 people on a fucking place. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't have like it's very rural. They have mm. nothing. I hope his father does take that. Like I his hope his father's just not on TV. Or, I'll yeah. apologise to the father if, if if he's just on TV trying to stick up for his boy. We oh, don't we don't te article, we don't so teach don't that sort of shit. You know, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't fucking buy it. Well, I don't buy it. Yeah. I actually don't. Mm. 
Do you know what I mean? Because like he's this kid's at home. He's fifteen. He's very impressionable. He's been hearing a lot of shit being said at home. I don't give a fuck if he's looking at t- like looking whatever he's on his phone and all that kind of stuff. You're bored up. You are not born racist. Mm. You're learning it from the people that are around you. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's sad. I, I hope his father does. If his father is truly sorry about the situation, like for example, let's say my kid did that. I would be taking actions to educate. I wouldn't just say words of like, oh, yeah, sorry, because like... Oh, well, well, as if he's not going to say, I don't teach him anything like that. Well, what's he going to say? Yeah, Yeah, I say that shit all the fucking time. Yeah, I say it every day. Mm. Yeah, this this parent's probably my age. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's It's sad as fuck. And I fucking, I have no sympathy for him. Mm. Let's go. If, If he has any balls, he would go out and send his kid somewhere educate him and make sure everybody knows what he's been doing because mm. otherwise it's just another fucking another incidence of, an, of another racial slur said to one yep. of our fucking beautiful fucking athletes mm. great kid does everything for the community oh. still gets fucking racially abused makes my fucking blood boil when, when the fires happened in australia latrell was literally on the front lines buying bread and milk for people that had lost everything how much fucking you know like uh, it's just and that's what I'm saying. This parent, this parent better be more proactive and say that my kid's in, um, mm. in Arnhem Land now for a month, mm. living off the land yeah. with all these elders. Send him during and school el- holidays. All the elders, all the elders. Because there's programs like that mm. that you can send these kids out of Sydney. If your kid's a little shit and doesn't appreciate anything, has no fucking gratitude in life, send him up north, send him in the country, and this is how fucking other people live. Mm. You should be lucky you fucking live in this country, first of all. Well, I mean, and I, you know, from as an Aussie... We should be grateful we get to share the land with the older culture in the is, world. That's what I'm saying. Craziness to me. We should be sitting here going, we... No gratitude at all. Yeah, we should be... How proud should we be as Aussies that the oldest culture in the world, we get to share the land with it. It is... It's an honour. And you get to sit there at Penrith Stadium and call this kid a black C-U-N-T. Yeah, crazy. You talk, call the troll that, you piece mm. of shit. I don't yeah. care if you're 15. When I was 15, I knew what the fuck was going on. Mm. There's no that's excuse for age. I had a full-time job. Mm. Great yeah. points, boys. I don't, don't think I... I didn't. Touch I didn't have a full-time job. I was still... <laughs> I was doing year 10. I was killing schoolboys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think I can say it any better. Boys had a few things and you pretty much knocked them all off there. So moving on to the next one. Kempi, you'll be stuck with this one. The Broncos, this is, you know, obviously we haven't uh, had a show since the big news of the Broncos. Paddy... Tough Carrigan, we call him. Yeah. Here, linking a long-term extension to commit at Red Hill. Uh, signed on to 2028, mate. Great news for you. Uh, yeah. You've lost a couple of big names. Well, not big names, but really solid players for the Broncos in the last couple of years. Up-and-comers mm. in particular and Herbie Farnworth and uh, and Flegler. So this, you know, obviously when you, when you let go of players like that, you know there must be working to, to sort someone out and it looks like Paddy's been done, mate. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where if a club loses a guy like Paddy, the club have stuffed it up. He's a marquee player. He's the guy that you move money around to keep. It's the guys, as you just said, like Flegler and Herbie, that you go, oh, if we were just a bit stronger as a club, we would have been able to keep him. Mm, yeah, um, uh, yeah Paddy, I, I never thought he was leaving. I never Because the money's going to be there for him because you make money for players like that. Yeah. Um, I think it's an incredible signing. I think you'll... You know, if Cam Murray goes to Union, Paddy Carrigan will probably captain this country, uh, yep. captain his state, I think. Yep. I mean, he's literally his origin debut. And again, this, this comes back to, and Paddy is actually quite old school in regards to the way he carries himself. He, he's quite old school. But this is the positive about these young guys having confidence. Origin debut, go back and check the tape. Fuck, Half time. Not only did he kill it, you go back and check the tape. Half time, guess who was in the middle of the forwards doing these ones? Mm. On his origin debut. Mm. 
And so that's the good side of young kids being confident yeah. when they come in. That's the positive <clears throat> yep. that you get of the new generation. It's not all negative in regards to, even though Paddy does have old school about him, but mate. Except for the man bun. The man bun. Exactly. I love the man bun. Oh, he man. had it in an actual. Man, man, he actually man. had it in a Steven Seagal ponytail. I think he's trying to. I think he's trying to go the Seagal. <laughs> the Seagal would be good. Yeah, if he can get a Seagal, if he can get a Seagal instead of the man bun, I'm fucking all in. I'm all in for Paddy Carrigan. I was more Seagal when I was playing away. back with a fucking ponytail. That would be mad. That would be mad. Please, Carrigan. Um, please, Paddy. And like, I think the biggest compliment you can give a forward, especially a forward, especially, is they would make it in any era. Yeah. Mm. And I think guys like Cotter, yeah, point. Carrigan would play mm. any era and have no problem in it. Yeah, that that'd actually be better. <laughs> yeah, that would kill yeah. it. Cotter in particular, when I think Cotter about in the 80s Cotter and 90s. Be, he's a gun now, he'd be a f- weapon in the <laughs> 80s. Absolute weapon. So, like immortal. Um, yeah, OG talking of origin, you know, at one point there, um, yes, we, we sort of had a, a bit yeah. of a go at him last year. And I did. Fucking, didn't he? Uh, he, mate, he's legit. Probably apart from that four to five week period, well, uh, just off the top of my head, because Isaiah started so well last year, mm. and even though they won the grand final, the system the system was fucking that grouse mm. at Penrith and even playing for Australia that you didn't really have those standout Isaiah Yell moments. Mm. I'm talking about the not only middles, not only the locks, but for me, he's probably been. Probably the, top three the best forward. Yeah, best top, forward. Yeah, middle, the, middle. Just in, the middle. In, in just the go middle. by middle. Because so he reckon, plays more like a front rower. He does. Because yeah, it's just, it's a, you know, you have a look at Cotter. Cotter's a lock. But because mm-hmm. Tal Malala's 13 10, on yeah. his back. Yeah. And yep. then you just got Jordan McLean. You got three. You got the, the triangle there. And they've got, yep. they got one of the best. You've got Payne Haas. You've got um, the other kid. Who's that? Flegler. No, Flegler. But Jensen. And you got Carrigan. So I think Carrigan was a product of getting rushed into the captaincy for too sure, early. For sure. Why they put him captaincy, mate? Yep. And he had the rough captain, edges around his he game. Had, he was yeah. still trying to find himself as a player, mm. let alone leading the fucking Broncos. 20 games. <coughs> exactly. Career. That's and crazy. That, I don't know who the, who, the, who the coach was, but it was too quick for the kid. That shows you where the club was. Yeah, it showed you. It did. But it, it also all, shows you who Paddy is too. Like yeah. the part of it, right, is like you talked about. You looked at the confidence... They would have looked at Paddy and goes, holy shit, this guy's like a yeah. future f- captain. Might as well give they, it to him now. They yeah. still but, shouldn't have done it. They still shouldn't have done but it. It's, but it speaks of how good yep. fucking Paddy is. Yeah, he's the future of the club. He was future club captain. Just maybe give it maybe 50, 50 games. <laughs> yeah, 50 yeah, games. Don't they give had him Boyd, 20. He was coming off the bench. He was yeah. like, he was rarely starting. His game was all over the shop. Yeah. It was just like, mate, he's just too much pressure. Yeah. To captain the Broncos, you know, you play for the Broncos. Oh. It's a storied fucking club. To play for the Broncos, you just don't... Just roll off and play 20 games and captain the Broncos. Captain, yeah. Alexi was guys still like, there too, eh? Guys, like Shane, guys like Shane Webke, Petro Sivanasiva never captain the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Look, at, look at that. You know what I mean? Like, look at the caliber of yeah. players they are. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think he was always going to be club captain and mm. he just solidified himself as one of the best players, one of the best forwards in the game. Because mm. he can ball play, he can play tough, he does have pain hearts there. You know what I mean? Bad he does, have some, he does, does have some really good middles there. Mm. So he can get on that third wave and he can either run, ball play, guard the back, all that kind of stuff. So he does have options and he does have that skill set. And he's evolved his game really well because the first couple of years he was just taking hit ups. So I'm like, what? Yeah. That's fucking not good enough. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta have like, because Payne Haas can just do hit ups mm. and do 200 plus meters. He needs that sort of block shape with him all the time. He needs mm. that lead runner. He needs a guy at the back. So he always has two options. He can mm. pass, he can go at the back, he can go himself. Mm. Get one on ones, all that kind of stuff. That's the sort of shape he needs all the time. And with his fitness and with his leadership, 
and his football IQ, he does get that all the time. Because mm. the Jensen will take that first one. Payne Haas on the second wave, he'll get that third wave. He'll get the block runner, he'll Rolling. get the guy at the back. So he gets those really good meters. Yeah. Because I understand that. Because when I was playing, I was sort of that sort of play because you had Roy Satasi, O'Mealy, and I'd get on that third or fourth. Do you know what I mean? So I'd always have, I'd always have that good shape because mm. those first two blokes were going crazy, making 20, 30 metres. Mm. I'd get on that next one. Do you know what I mean? So it mm. helps him with the pain hearts, with Jensen, with Flegler, all these guys to help his game go to another level. Mm. Not sure what's going to happen if you, don't, if you lose Flegler, if you lose a couple of other middles, he probably turns into a front row, yeah. which you don't want. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. We talking about dogs. He'd be a real dog on the town. Long hair, big, oh. muscly. <laughs> uh, the year that he, yeah. the year that he did his knee, uh, we were up at Magic Round. We ran into him. He's, he's, he's good. A dog. Can confirm. He's a good looking cat. Can eh? confirm him. Him and Katoni's dogs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we know Katoni's a dog. He's a dog. We got a that. <laughs> I seen him. I rolled in. I went. Yes, here we go. <laughs> couple couple of youngsters. I'm going to get me. He's I a come proper, and fucking wrestling. I said, let's go, boy. He's boys. a proper country boy too. Hey, he's from um, Gundawindi. He's he's a he's mad a gun, respectful kid. He's man. a Gundawindi. I'm only joking. I went. I went and sat and had a couple of beers. And they're mad respectful kids. So I was out, awesome. I was in Gundy with with <clears> Willie Tonga, and I was playing golf with his mates. So this is about 2000. And, oh fuck! I'm just say 21 or 20, and I'm like, no, nah, I don't rate him. Yeah, really. I didn't, I didn't rain because he was he was captain. I said, all oh, this is what I said. Mm. I gave him the captaincy too, too soon. He's got too much on his head. And then the next year after that, mm. or the year after, two years later, he's fucking best one top five best forwards in the game. Mm. So good. But at that time, I was like, I don't think he's, I don't, I don't rate yeah. him. I was saying to his mates, his mates were filthy. Yeah, well, he's, he I was had, just like, mate, I said, I don't really rate him. He had it's like, good kid. It's a good kid, got good mm. future, but let's just fucking pump the brakes. Yeah, because he had rough edges. Like, yeah. The effort was there. It was almost mm. too much effort. Yeah. And he yes. Didn't, he didn't know how to like, Keep, it's good to be a dog and go fucking crazy, yeah. but you need to sometimes let other players do their gig and you'd focus on your well, gig. That's, yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. When he's first received, because he's got that skill set, he mm. can be first receiver, he can pass it to Jensen. Mm. You know, he can go down the and then pass it to Payne yeah, get on that them. next wave. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and you've got to always re Reynolds around the back. Like, if you're a smart 13, like Cam Murray, Victor Radley, can utilize your big boys so yeah. good. Don't just run straight into the middle of yeah. it. Yep. It's fucking hard. Like, he can get in there, go, Payne, move a little bit wider. Instead of running into A and B, you're running the fucking three man and the four yep. man. Yep. Then Payne starts fucking destroying teams. Oh, yeah, you know, and you get on the back of him. So he goes there. If they don't take a short side with Reynolds, they come back to the open. He's the guy with the ball playing as well. Yep. So he's always got the ball. He's got about three or four times a set. Mm. But he might run once. Yeah. Know what I mean? So and he and he's one fit. On one. And he's fit. Look yep. at Isaiah Yo. Yeah. It's fucking yeah, perfect. Fucking you gotta, you can, if you know, understand, if you understand the game in the middle as a third and you can play big minutes and you know how to move the ruck around, you'll be the fucking king. Yeah. And, and if you've got a bunch of fucking guys who are willing to, you know, just to space it out, you've got Leota, you've got Leota Fisher, Fisher Harris. Harris. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've got Payne Harsh, you've got, Payne, you've got that other kid. Jensen, you know what I mean? Like, Jensen. you know, yeah. Cotter's got Tal Malolo, he's got fucking McLean, he's got yeah. the other kids coming off the bench. So yeah. those, those 13s are so important. Mm. If you can utilize your middles and just go, mate, I'm going to fucking pass you the ball. Just get a little bit wider because yeah, they yeah. just want the fucking ball. Yeah, Rah, give me the fucking ball. Fuck off. Because it's trust. Just move. Mate. You've move. got to have that middle's got to have trust. It's trust because yeah. the, thir so the thirteen can't. Because most, because most times some thirteen, some thirteens will get the ball and they'll just use as a decoy, dig in for the meters. Fuck you, pass me the ball. Or give you I'm a support you again. Otherwise, I'm not part, I'm not, I'll, I'll give you one chance. Or even worse, they give I'll give you, you one chance. If you don't pass me the ball, I'm fucking sitting back like that and watching fucking <laughs> Get Adrian Morley take your fucking head off. <laughs> or even worse, they give it to you right in front yeah. of Adrian oh, Morley. Oh, right yeah, yeah. And then you go, cunt, don't fucking do that again. Like, Ogre, that's like Ogre. Ogre's like, Ogre's like, push up, push up. I'm like, no, I'll get the next one. Man. <laughs> I'll get the next one. Hey, Shifty, push up with him. <laughs> <laughs> Willie, not silly.
All right, last one before we get into it. It's sort of off top, uh, off the, um, off footy, but more, and then it flowed into the game. Um, topic three: Jackson Hastings was in and around Ooh. the media last week with uh, essentially, I, I guess it started from Tim Sheens. Uh, I know, Jacko said after the game, "I know the truth behind what happened." Obviously, talking about what Sheen spoke about early in the week. Basically, Sheen's come out and said he didn't want to play 13, and that's how we had him penciled in. Um, and then obviously boiled over into the game slightly with with some uh, stuff between, or well, not into the game, but after the game. Um, boys, what's the thoughts on the Tigers, Jackson Hastings? We talked a little bit about it. There's, there's some bad blood there. <laughs> I saw it. I was like, because I was watching it a little bit later, and um, the great Gary Burns, the legend from Channel 9, he goes, fucking Talao and Hastings went at it after the... The game, I'm yeah. like, so I'm sitting there watching, like uh, Hastings do the interview. I'm like, well, nothing's happening here. Where's Talao? Does he come in and just fucking start <laughs> wailing into him? <laughs> and I'm just like, end of the thing. And then then he went over and just, he tried to apologise. Yeah, tried yeah. to apologise, man. And this stems deeper because I don't think he had any malice in that hit, Hastings. I, at all. Do I. I don't no, think it was. And this just stems from what happened last year. Mm. Something's happened. They don't like him. And fucking don't shake my hand. I don't mm. like you. Mm. You know what I mean? And then you see and you see Clem just going off like it's just mad disrespect and no respect at all you know what i mean it's just like mate get out just piss off mate mm. we don't even don't shake my hand don't do anything so when it's like that you've really fucked up mm. you can't even go up to a young kid's hand and say sorry i didn't mean it the kid still wants get the fuck out of my face that mm. attitude it's mm. like you've done something wrong there you know what mm. i mean because most guys just say if i did that to you after a game i'm like did the interview oh fuck Sorry, Kempy. I didn't mean that. You'd be like, all good, mate. So what are you yeah, doing yeah, after yeah. the game? Let's go for a beer. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not me going, you going, fucking hold. Because this happened an hour ago mm. and you still hold that in you. Yeah. You still hold that animosity towards this guy. If he comes up to me, I'm going to fucking still have that smoke. Mm. Like that stems, Has nothing to do with the tackle. That stems, yeah, it stems way deeper mm. than the tackle. The tackle's nothing. Because mm. he's forgotten about that shit. It's the fact that whatever happened last year and the mentality of the Tigers against him is a fucking team mentality. Mm. It's all fucking, we don't like this guy. He's tried to fuck us. Done. That's the way I look at it. And I've been yeah. in teams before. And I'm like, you don't talk to that fucking dude before the game. You don't shake his hand after the game. He's fucking done with his club. Mm. And that's what it looked like. I will, I will say, like, if that is the case, do it on the field. Do it on the field. Like, if you really dislike Hastings, the, the game's over. Like, yeah. it's, it, I don't think... Oh, I did have a little crack. Sorry? Tommy, Tommy had a little crack straight up. No, no, what back. I'm saying is it's like, let's say they're going to the game and yeah. Hastings did something to them last year. Yeah. Then I was they, waiting for a few of them to give him a bit of a lick, eh? Hey? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, take, like you got an opportunity. That, that's the good thing about footy. It's yeah. not, not, not for me. No, you, you, you've, got, you've got 80 minutes to, to fucking, fucking put, to impose yeah. your will. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking get at him. And so I just think, like, whether he... whether Let's say he didn't do anything and he was just going over apologise. Let's say he did do something. Regardless, I do think the Tigers players, you just got to swallow that anger and act professionally because mm. it's not a good look for the club. I 100% am with you. I'm mm. just giving you my mm. take on how I think it's been dealt it's with. escalated. I just think it's like that. And mm. me personally, if, if I, I wouldn't care. Shake your hand, see you later. I don't mm. really care for you. I think it should have been handled the way you said it, but mm. I'm, just, I'm just giving you my... Oh, the reasons for I just that. think that the only reason for you to act like that is that it just stems a lot deeper. Mm. Yeah. And it's just like, and you had ample, you had, you had, hey, you had 80 minutes, Middles, and everybody else in the Tigers to fucking do a Kafusi on him. Yeah, fucking know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, You yeah. fucking come from inside pressure and fucking crush him. You 100%. had all the fucking time and you let him, you know, they you won can. the game. At it, the end of the game, at the end of the game, 
at the end of the day, Hastings didn't carve you up, but he still fucking won. He came yeah. to your home ground. He and got took you. The two he points. beat you. Took two points off yeah. you. With, with two, the fans with, that still love Frizzell off. With KP off. With Brayley off. Yeah. And we still got you. It's going to go down as one of the best hit wins in Knights fucking history. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then, and he, he's trying to be the bigger man. Maybe they thought he's being a smartass. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when, I when, 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 when emotions are that fucking high. Yeah. And you, th- and you don't, re- I don't really like you to and, say that. And, then and you, you fucking something. come over after yeah. your interview, to In shake my hand while the camera's there. Yeah. I'm like, this motherfucker's doing it because the camera's there, trying to make me look like a dick. Yeah. Fuck you. Hey, it's the same thing. That's with- hey, I'm telling you how the mindset of a fucking rugby league player yes. is. Yeah. Oi, we said the same thing, right? I know Tommy Talao since he was born, Willie Talao's this, this kid. Tom, Tommy's a, he's a real... He's about player. that shit, yeah. mate. He's about it. That's, yeah. And that's what I reckon has kind of like... Even though I, like, I would say to Tommy, mate, if you just can keep it together... For, Do you reckon and, Clem told him that? <laughs> <laughs> but I think do, people have to remember as well. Even though it's not a good look and I don't agree with it, we're talking about footy players. We're cut yeah. from different clubs. Yeah, we're talking about Tommy Talao here. He's not, uh, oh yeah, no worries, mate, see you later. He's like... If you want to have a crack, we'll have a crack. Why'd like, you hit me? I'll fucking well, hit you. I, I guarantee if Tommy... Just say you, the same thing that we had with uh, Salmon and he's, Lloyd. He's Willie Talao's kin, mate. Yeah, I'm good mates with Willie Talao. Yeah. No, but about like, that shit. Going back to last week, yeah, Tommy, he's Westfield's boy too. Yeah, like, what's up? What's up? Bro, about that life. Western <laughs> Sydney and fucking... <laughs> we're all Sydney. We're all about that life. <laughs> no, oh. I'm not. I'm, I'm not at all. But uh, yeah, it, I think the thing is, right... And this is where it comes back. We had the same thing with Loi and uh, and Salmon last week. It's like whatever needs to be done, right? How many, how much, how much time do we have after a game? Maybe an hour, hour and a half. We have a feed. You see each other in the sheds if need be. Sort it there. Uh, Tommy would have preferred it to go back. And if you're going to come in, away from the cameras. Yeah, exactly yeah. that's what, what I'm said. saying. I said it. Come last and shake, week. come and shake my hand. One of like man to man when we're back there. And when there's genuine, no, sorry, sorry, don't do it in front of the cameras. Yeah. And this is again. People think I've got an agenda against him, and then look, I probably do a little bit because he's a fucking lemon. Mate, you just don't do that shit. The, he is a hundred percent playing to the cameras. He always does. He always says all the right things. But at the end of the day, he's not a fucking good teammate, and this is why they've had that reaction. And I don't give a fuck about saying it. I honestly don't care. Sorry, Kempi, you're part of the. You're a guest in this. I know you've done some stuff with him before, but I've again, only had this, good interactions. with Yes, him. yeah, but it goes back to. He's a bit of a cunt to younger players, and he tra- he doesn't treat everyone the same. So hey, hey, Tommy Tillow, I guarantee, 22. I guarantee, without even speaking to Tommy, he treated Tommy Tillow like shit. I bet he mm. did. I bet you Tommy's there's there's an. Hey, I, well, I don't Tommy's know. not dumb. And Tommy that's just me all... guessing. I haven't messaged Tommy. I don't know Tommy Do you that think well. There's a chance Hastings could have grown as a person though. Like yeah, of course he can. I hope yeah. he does. Yeah. And but I'm just, you know, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> but but it's been five different teams now, Kempi. And, oh, every, mate, and I, every and everyone's the I, same. I can only it's I like only ever go off, like what I've interactions. Yeah. He's always been good to me, but. You're right. Like there has been issues in the past. There's yeah. no denying that. I hope to God that he grows. But like, and, and mm. guess as what? A, as a as no, a human. No, right. So he's like, he's come back and you know he does all the podcasts and he goes and yeah says all the right things on content. Matty Johns, everything. Yeah. He's good, good right. manager. He's he's grown he's grown heaps. Right. Why are there still issues with the team that he just left six months ago? Mm. Well, if, if, we if he has matured, if he if he has, oh, well, I I I think there there definitely is, and it's you got inside word on the Dirks. No, not in the yeah. Dirks. No, not in the Dirks. No, not Tigers. It's just 
I've seen this behaviour and yeah. I've seen the way that people... Look, you've been in a score with Sorry, this. I've seen no, this... I haven't. Beha- I haven't. I haven't. Oh, I've no, no, no. seen this behaviour yeah. and all footy players know this behaviour. Yeah. It's not fucking cool mm. and it won't go down with these young kids. Mm. As I said, there's a different generation. They know what the fuck you're doing and what you're about. He's, Tommy Talao sees that camera fucking pointed at him while he walks towards him. Mm. Get the fuck away from me. Mm. That's what they... You just... You, Hey, emotions are high after a game. Yeah. High. They, Let alone you got you're off with HIA. You got beat by this dude. He broke like, his nose as well. You know what yeah. I mean? And you, broke. You his know nose what I'm saying? Well. Like and, and like. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. So your mentality after a game. Tommy Silla didn't want to yeah, look like the beak. That's yeah. why I was filthy. Yeah. He was going fuck. Your mentality the after a game is not. I don't want to shake your hand, kid. Mm. I'm going to go in there, debrief with the team, and if you're really sorry, you come in there after and 100%. shake my hand mm. yeah, like a fucking there. man. Do Not like the camera cameras. is there while you've just done a fucking 10-minute interview. Don't shake my hand then. It's a time and place, and if you fucking know how to act, you do it like that. Mm. You wouldn't do it with a the camera there. That's mm. what I'm saying. I'm old school, but all these other kids think like that as mm. well. They don't want to be caught on there like, fuck, what are you shaking his hand for, bro? Didn't he just break your fucking nose? Mm. No, you do it after the game. Salmon and Luai after the game. They know that. Mm. Just, just, just at different times, man. They're people not think about got that an, shit, man. People think got and some of these, are, some, the some of these young kids are old school mentality. Mm. They think like that. They think like us. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Just because they're young and everything, they still have that old school mentality, man. Mm. Willie Talao's like that. He's his fucking dad. He's his son's dad. The only thing is for me personally is like... Son's I don't, dad. He's his son's, son's dad. dad. He's dad's son. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't have any evidence to know that that's what happened. So yeah. it's hard for me to go... And I've got evidence and I just can't throw those people onto the bus. Okay, okay. So that's why I get caught. It comes back to animosity. With yeah, I know what the fuck's going on. I'm not yeah. just saying we're, this we're, shit for nothing. And well, like, it's like multiple teams. Well, maybe I am. Multiple teams. So well, yeah. again... All I can again, say is he's the, been good to me. So this, I can't. Yeah, okay. And this is, and this well, is what this I said last But you had a good take on it. Yeah. So that's your take. That's yeah. fine. That's that's sweet. And this, why, why, and, and why are you trying to make me hate Hastings, bro? Why do you hate Hastings? <laughs> why do you hate Hastings, for, hey. bro? I'm texting. <laughs> I'm texting you. <laughs> Keep digging in. So, hey, look. Why people, do you hate Hastings? And, and, and people bring up, you know, Man, someone just, in the comments last week. This is just our take. That's why we do a fucking podcast. Yeah, exactly. If the, you you come watch our show, we'll give you. Although. I can't tell you exactly the stories that I've heard. Just read between the lines. Like he's been, a, like I just think he's a lemon. But at the end of the day, Beak thinks he's not. So that's that's. Well, I, that's what I'm saying is I don't know. Like yeah, I exactly. Know. No, but he's treated you well, and that's he's the, been respectful to me. So and, and that and that's what that's you all you. Judge can, and I would be disappointed if you sat even bad. Yeah, he's treated yeah, you yeah, well. I always treat people. But I've just well, got, I want I've to be treated. Got, I've got like multiple close mates that have had really uh, bad dealings with him. So um, I tell you what, that's I, where I, I wouldn't have mind seeing Tommy till I fucking throw him. That would be just. Do you reckon Jacko could throw him? I reckon... No, I reckon... Oh, Tommy actually, Tullio's I know. <laughs> Tommy Tullio, I reckon, could fucking throw him. Don't think he could beat Tommy Tullio. Yeah, not Tommy. <laughs> He's out of his... Uh, if So who who played Hartley? No like, Limit. Brooksy. No Limit. No Tommy Tullio versus Hastings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. No Limit. Get your shit together. See so all these bum fights like Zoo and Harrison. What are you doing? What's up, Tommy Tullio and Hastings that? happening? How good was that? Fucking congrats to Timmy Zoo. Oh, fucking what, what a beast. beast. Fucking Duke. There, second nomination. Sorry, so Harrison, yeah. that dude, the man of smack that he was talking and that, like, I thought he was just going to come out and just like put a mad show. He got bashed, mate. I, I just I, like Tim's is a fucking king. I, I thought I knew Tim would have to walk through a bit of the technicality that Harrison brings because he's such a good technical boxer. He's got one of the best jabs in the world. Yeah, but I didn't think he would dominate as hard like as he did. Tim dominated him. Like, mm. yeah, you know, the first few rounds you'd probably give to Harrison just because of the pointing. But he just walked. I don't reckon he. Won, I don't reckon he won one round. Really? No. Because wow. a lot of his, like he was parrying his jabs most of the time, mm. and he was slipping him with power punches like and stuff like that. That's the best teams ever looked. 
I, um, Charlo I'm come out saying he wants a bit of what it wants a piece. Mate. He's fucking. He's he's solidified now. Everyone yeah. sort of doubted him. Like, oh, he just fights all these people. He's world class. Fucking man, Tim Zoo's a beast. I Tim want Zoo's fuck everyone up. Americans. I want told to play Tim Zoo. I told him. I went. I did a lunch with Tim Zoo. I said, "You've got to win this, so we we can go to Vegas." Oh, <laughs> 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 I said, "If you can get a world title fight, I said I'm coming to Vegas." So you know what? Fuck, I'm off to Vegas. He was before the fight. He was an Australian dude. Now he's a worldwide yeah, dude. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Certified. Yeah. Certified dude. Got the blue tick of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Fuck, let's get to the footy, eh? Oh, is, <laughs> this, is this a footy show? <laughs> Shit, what's that? <laughs> we're, we're, fuck, I'm sure we've gone an hour and a half already. Um, but let's roll on the footy. We'll give maybe, you know, five minutes in each, eh? We yeah, won't, we won't overdo it. Um, Panthers beat the Rabbitohs at home 16-10. Kempi, what's your, uh, what was your take on that game? Had... You uh, are the Panthers back? They're not back to where they were. Mm. Not I'm at all. You. But they've got so many new combinations. I think Garner had, although he had one or two errors, he had nine tackle breaks. He, he had re- a great game. Had a great game. Whereas the first couple of times I've seen him in Panther jersey, he was a bit finding his way a little bit, almost too nice. And he's 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 actually known in like footy circles as a really nice guy. And sometimes you can go into teams and that works against you because you're like, you take a step back and, oh, you want that run? You want yep. this? Whereas sometimes you've just got to go, no, I've been brought here for a reason. Mm. I'm fucking the wide running forward that's on Kikau's edge. I'm going to impact the game. And I thought he did. Um, I think a really interesting stat coming out of the game is that, you know, you would most people would say Panthers, you know, they're not at the level they were last year. Guess who has the best defensive record so far this year? <laughs> Those Still the Panthers. Yeah. Seriously? Still the Panthers. Better than the Broncos. Fucking yeah. What a premierships one on. Yeah, defence. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so not, yeah. when that clicks, when their attack clicks, because even Sonny Luke had some good moments, but he was still getting out when he probably should have given the ball to Cleary sometimes. And yep. when it all clicks for Penrith... Going to be dangerous. Going to be dangerous. But I actually, I want them to start slow because I don't think it's humanly possible for them to go for another season the way they have the last two years. I want them to start slow, get to origin, and then just fucking hit their straps. Yeah. It's going to be the, dangerous. Or, yeah. You know, when you think back to all the solid Roosters teams, they had really good... Rob had really good timing about making great sure... Timing. Wayne Bennett, right great timing. Wayne Bennett, great timing. Yep. Rabbitohs. Um, good point. Yeah. Mace, what was your take on the yeah. game? I like, I like Liam... Mar- I like their fall pack. They mm. just went back old school. Yeah. Bash, they bashed South. Mm. South had no... Um, they were missing four... They missed four rolls. middles. And I, yeah. this, this, this next game... It'll be a di- it'll be a different uh, different game, but Kenny played a lot with a lot better tempo. Mm. He wasn't coming out trying to kill everyone every mm. single hit, so we need to save that. Luai was outstanding. I reckon it was one of his best games. Mm. Just back come to his at, Diglin best. Yeah, back to his best. He was into everything. Toto's back. Yeah, I mean, um, I think Crichton. Look at their backs. Look at their back five. 150 meters, 198, 144, 137, 168. That's all five of them. Mm. Crazy. Fisher Harris set the standards. Leota, they're fucking animals, man. But I, th- I was really impressed with Garner's hole hitting. He's like that. He's 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 about that. Like he he's was like he was like that. At, he was like that at the Tigers. He's just been a really shit system. Mm. Liam Martin's been their best over the last two games. He's in everything. Um, their bench was good. Sony Luke was good. Spencer Leandu come off the bench and just started fucking tearing them. Yeah, apart. he was really good. He actually, was outstanding. So they don't really they don't really miss that much. Uh, Panthers was pretty disappointing. They didn't really play. I mean, they didn't. Rabbitohs, you mean? Really? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah I mean, like I thought yeah, they the played. rabbits. I thought you reckon they the rabbits played, played well. all right? Yeah, I reckon they did. I thought their backs played all right, but I think their forwards just got really dominated. They didn't really play that big of minutes. They didn't play. I don't know. I'm. Uh, I'm so. I'm. I don't know. They just didn't. Really, they just didn't really look like they. They worked hard. If you look at the stats here. Yeah, a couple of them got over 100 meters and everything yeah. like that. You take off. Take kickoffs off. 
you know what I mean? Like Tom Burge probably took about three kickoffs. He made 114 metres. That's usually about mm. 70. Yep. 70 metres in the middle. Mm. And that's your fucking starting front row. Moale, 69 metres. Mm. You take 20 metres off that for a dropout or a kickoff, you make mm. it 50 metres. They're your two front rows less, probably just over 100 metres. Shaq Mitchell went all right though. Fucking, yeah. Up. I think he's he been was, going he good. He was really good, He's mate. had two really good Kaloma yeah. Tung, Kaloma Shout Tung, out, he looks like he's stripped a bit of weight. Probably yeah, dropped about good. Big fella. maybe but 10 kilos at yep. least. Yep. Their, bench, um, their bench is disappointing. Jed Cartwright and uh, Fafita, Blake Taff, you know what I mean? Not, there's no real impact there. Even Shaq Mitchell played some really big minutes. He ain't a fucking... He was uh, definitely the He's not a Spencer Lienu. Cameron Murray, are they asking too much from him? Not really. I, I mean, he played 59 minutes. I'm, uh, I'm with you, Kempi. I thought they did 17. really well to hang on the Rabbitohs. Like, I thought they played all right. Mm. I, thought they played, I thought they played good. I yeah. think, like I said, like, add those four starting middles, fucking totally different game. Mm. Totally different game. You can't get... Damien Cook, Cook wasn't, allowed back, wasn't allowed in the game because there was no quick play the balls. Mm. The only way that Damien Cook gets injected is when Burgess and Totola and all these blokes are steamroll in the middle. That's the only way he can run, and then it injects everyone else, and everyone goes off that. That's how you beat. That's how you beat Rabbits. Penrith mm. have the blueprint. They know how to beat. They never fucking. They never lose against the Rabbits. Yeah, they, they always dominate, beat them. Eh? They dominate the middle. They nullify Cook because then that means that fucking Luttrell and all these Cam other guys. Murray's out of the game Cam too. Murray's out of the game. Exactly. So mm. they know how to beat him. They have that blueprint. But I just, I honestly thought that the Rabbitohs was going to win. Oh, okay. Honestly, yeah. then I forgot. I that, the that, and then I the forgot game. they had four middles out. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, that fucking evens it out. And then, then I just, you know, that's I'm, that's why I'm high on the Rabbitohs boys. I'm. Uh, I thought Penrith almost played close to the perfect sixty minutes that this team is capable of mm. this year. Not from last year. They can play better footy last year, but I thought their first sixty minutes was almost as good as they're going to play all this year this year. And they still won 16-10. Mm. And there was a point right at the death where Dylan Edwards had to knock the game out. Potentially, South were coming. Mm. So I think South's going to get better as the season goes South, on. Sorry, South get made a few. Cook made 15 metres. Mm. Yeah. Compared to last... They definitely lost the ruck. Compared to last week, he nearly, I think he made over 100. So he mm. lost the ruck. He's one of the best nines in the world. You know what I mean? So if you can nullify him, it takes him and it takes Murray out. Even though yeah. Murray just will churn out the metres. He's got 17 touches and 133 metres. But it's what you said. Metres. You've got four middles out, mate. you got four Tatola, middles. Tatola, yeah. these, these are the guys they that get They do a lot them. of dirty work. So the Cheekhams and all these other... Like Cheekham gets swapped with Jairo. And then you're not going to have, you know, Jed Cartwright. Maybe Fafito might be struggling to get in there. Blake Taff, you might fuck around with him a little bit. Shaq Mitchell's holding his own. Then you're going to have 22 first-grade players. Mm. If they can get everyone on board, Tom Burgess needs help. Mm. So every time he ran Tommy's, the ball... At this point of his career, he Tommy's played, and he only played, And he only played 39 minutes and Moale played 25 minutes. You know, Cam Murray played 59. So they Moale just, looked gassed. Yeah, they really looked gassed. Gassed. Moale was, he, he went into the game with an injury, I think. Okay. And because they had so no forwards, he played. And or now, even, uh, even needs, needs his middles to go good. Mm. Cameron Murray needs to dominate, and that right edge needs to go at it. You know, Kalamatungi, he's a right edge. Right edge players. If he had his... If he had his if he had it his way, he'd get in the middle and just fucking take the ball whenever he can. Mm. But he needs to hold his edge and run his, run those lines. And I don't know. I still I, I fucking love South. Trust me. Mm. Penrith will just. I'm better. actually higher on South than I am Penrith. I just the yeah. Game. Well, coming out of this game, if you're going to take something out of it, it's South Sydney can beat Penrith 16 mm. 10, and they play. They'll, they'll be sitting back going, "We played shit." Mm. Cook did the get first the, 60 minutes. Yeah, yeah they we didn't do in any, it. We didn't do anything, and Penrith pretty much played the perfect game. Yep. Anyway. All right, first of Friday night's games. The Eels lose at home, going 0-2 to start the season against the Sharks, 26-30. Start with you, you on this one, OG. Uh, thoughts on that game? Obviously, Dale Finucane was your fucking derg of the week, yeah. so he must have been pumped with his game. 
But uh, it was it was a pretty entertaining game. It was a good game, man. I think uh, Parramatta's decent. The back row was just a bit all over the Missing shot. Madison and Lane, yeah. aren't they? They just miss if they had Madison and if they had Lane on that left edge and Madison was could just like do a little bit of ball playing. I like I like Hopgood. Dory's going good. Bryce Cartwright. You don't know what Bryce Cartwright's gonna do. Bryce Cartwright's a mad seventeen, I He's reckon. got he mad skills and I reckon he played he probably played one of his best games. Mm. Played eighty minutes on that left edge. He was good the week before you know, as 30, well. He'd have time in thirty seven meters. That's fuck he's done some tough shit. Junior Paul is outstanding. Regal King Campbell Gillard. Their middles are fucking good, man. Sharks are a good team. Mm. The Sharks are toilers. They just keep going and going. Toby Rudolph in the middle and Braley. They got some fucking good players. And they're not winning with the. They still haven't got Nico Hines, mm. who's arguably the best player in the world. Where does uh, where does Trindle end up when Nico Hines comes back? Can well, that's an interesting situation because he just resigned. Um, now Matt Moylan's resigned to 2024, but. The problem for the Sharkies now is that Trindle has proven he's not a reserve grader. Mm, and you don't want to piss off your future keeping a guy like Moylan. And this is no disrespect to Moyser. Did Moylan sign another? Yeah, until 2024. Yeah, he extended, yeah. And this is no disrespect to Moyser. I think he's been outstanding. Yep. But and he was really good in this game. He too. was really good. So yeah. the club has this conundrum. You got a Moylan who's playing really well, but he's in the last years of his career. You got Trindle who's Trindle who's 23 years old. You don't want to piss Trindle off, so because like. There are clubs out there that are so desperate for a seven. No, 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 no. I know that for a fact. A lot of clubs are chasing Trindle, and he went, I want to stay at Sharks. Yeah. So for less money, for less money, and to potentially play reserve grade. So obviously, Crazy there's a plan loyalty. for him. I'm not sure how old Moiser is. Well, would you, is he 30? Well, yeah, he's would 30. You, He'd be would 31 you, or 32. Could you honestly see Trindle playing reserve grade in 2024? Yeah. If he's nah. still, I mean, no, no, but I'm nah. just saying, if he stays at Cronulla and mm. Moylan keeps, mate, hey, sh- iron sharpens iron. Mm. You think Moylan's not going? Fuck, I'm just going to, I'm going to let this kid take my spot. Mm. He's 100%. not. He's 30 years old. He's like, fuck mm. this. Look at um, Townsend and all these other guys. Just fucking nearly got a max out deal at 32. Mm. I can do that fucking job easy. Stay in the game. His only thing is his health. Well, then, how do the Sharkies keep Trindle? Because he's he's not going to play reserve. Well, you now. let him go, don't you? Because well, that's that's the worst thing. You got to either let him go to another team, mm. and he's got to make that decision, or he backs himself and thinks he what? Because he's is he a halfback? Is what, he a halfback or is he a six? I think I think he could be both. To be honest, I yeah. Nico can play either. Yeah, Nico can play. Definitely can play either. Mm. I reckon Trindle can play both as well. I want I want Nico Hines at seven. And he's mm. so good at seven. Because he's so good at seven. If you put him on one fucking edge, you take all that. Mm. You take his opportunity. He's an eyes-up footballer. He sees short sides. If you put him at six, he'd be on that left side and he'd be predominantly left all the time. Mm. I want to see him take short sides when it's a 6-4 split at the right post. Bang, mm. goes down there, uses his pace. Trindle's a seven. Mm. I don't think Trindle can play six. Mm. So I think he might get pushed out. Mm. I dare say, I reckon just because of... I'm close to Moiser, but I haven't chat, had a chat to him about this. Fitzy will do it the right way. He'll find a way to get the best out of this situation. Do you reckon you just put Trindle at 14? For this year? Minutes? For this year? Yeah. And then he'll have a tough conversation with Moiser about potentially being the 14 next year. Yeah. He's going to have a tough conversation with McInnes, man. Yeah. And Wade Graham, bro. And Wade, well, Wade was going to start Wade, on the bench. Wade's the toughest conversation. Yeah. Because when you look at their bench makeup, they don't have room for. Uh, Trindle to be there and yeah. Wade to be there. Or McInnes. Well, McInnes is, I think, definitely on his bench. He's a gun. I think he's a gun, but I think fucking Wade Graham's a fucking gun. Well, too. that's his point. The three, you can't have those three, right? That's what I'm saying, a, but like, don't think, don't, you don't think, so don't think McInnes is a lock. I think he's a lock. No, yeah. I mean, a lockdown bench player. I, I think he's a lock nine. No, no, no. I think he's a lock. His form, he's 
locked in because of his form. Yeah, I know, yeah. but like Wade Graham hasn't had the time. He's had he's been injured for the last yeah. couple of years. He's highly respected over in that club. They love him. Mm. You know, like as if he's not going. Fuck on another year. Well, I, I think, think maybe no, another I year. I think this is Wade's last year. I'm I getting, think it'll be because he only signed a one year extension. Well, yeah, then that, I be, seen him on ninety. The way he was talking because like right now, if let's say Hines comes back this week. Currently, they've got Cam McInnes, Royce Hunt, Kafusi, and Connor Tracy. Mm. So right now, if Hines isn't in, Wade Graham will take Connor Tracy's spot. Yep. But when Hines comes back in, if Trindle takes um, a bench spot, then you have to choose between Cam McInnes, Royce Hunt, and Kofusi of who and Wade Graham of who's going to get that spot. Yeah. I think Cam McInnes is a lock due to his durability. He can play nine. Fucking ad- I, play love, I love him. He's an animal. Yeah. I'll just have I'd have McInnes. I'd have Wade Graham. I'd have Trindle, and I'd have a fucking big middle. Royce Hunt. That's and so you'd Kafusi who they sign, you'd say no. put him. Not not, not, not for this year. Not me. I'd not have for Kifusi this year. And Hunt. I'd have Kafusi and, and Hunt. And Graham or Trindle. I'd have right. Hunt. So I think I think I think um Wado's got one more year. I yeah. just think if you've got really big mobile middles like Cronulla do right now, they can play real really big minutes. You only need one big middle, and that's Royce Hunt. Mm. And you, and then if you've got Way Graham who can fit in anywhere. And you got Trindle and you got McInnes. They can plug and play anywhere in that f- on the field. You don't have to have a six foot five um, dude coming off the bench as your middle. Mm. McInnes can play anywhere in the forward pack, and so get Royce Hunt's a big body. And then you got Wade Graham who can play anywhere in the back. Like, hey, HI is a big thing in this game in this mm. day and age. Anyone can get knocked out at any time. What a great problem to have for the Sharky. But, but I, th- I, I just, uh, I don't know. I think he, he's going to have to really select that that bench really carefully. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm not. Say- I don't think. Like, I think you give Graham an opportunity for sure. But I just think he's under the most pressure, form wise, to keep that bench. Well, spot. I think so too because I, this is me just loving Wade Graham, being a fan he's of such him, a gun. and and he'll. He, I think he'll be the first one to go Fitzy. I can't cut it. Mm. But I think he still can cut it. He can cut That's it. the can thing. It. He can yeah. fucking cut it easily. Mm. Yeah. It's just a fact like, does he start? Does he come off the bench? Does he, what sort of minutes? Is he happy to get 20 minutes a game? Do you, you know what I mean? That, that, if, they're, they're the conversations that he's going to have to have. And mm. it fucking sucks. Mm. But for I still me, think he's a starter in most other teams. Oh, Wade. For me, fucking out of all those guys sorry, on how, the bench, sorry, how, how old Wade's, Wade started how, when he was How old's Wade? He'd be about 31, 32, but he started when he was 17. Yeah, I know, I know. You remember? Mm. A lot of injuries. Wade would be the first person I picked on the bench and I'd build the bench out around him. That's what Even I'm at saying. this point. Yes. For now, for this year, because they're a genuine contender mm. and that experience is going to be priceless. And maybe Trindle misses out. Maybe Trindle and misses out. Trindle might be I would, one I me, would, um, It's two games. I, uh, my, like who I would swap, I'd probably put him in for Kofusi. Um, for now yep. and, and just like have Kafusi as 18th man um, but I couldn't get rid of Royce couldn't get rid of McInnes and I'd have Trindle there because he's the future of the club so he needs as many reps as he can in NRL yep. so you're with May so could you both have Kafusi missing out uh, yeah. for, for, yeah. for basically what it would be is like Wade Graham it's your position to lose because yeah. because of your history and what you've done for this club yeah. and he's a fucking gun he's a gun for sure but like I'd be saying to Wade Wade oh, like you've got five games to to kill it, it's your spot to lose. You can keep the spot for the whole year. Yep. And I'd say to Kafusi, if you want that spot, you've got to go back to reserve grade and absolutely fucking Man, kill it. Yes. Um, and that, that's, that's the, that's the chat that Fitzy will have. He, yeah. he knows what, what it takes. I mean, yeah. like he can play he can play all those. There's about five or six guys that can go for those four spots. He'll, yeah, he'll I mean, you've still got Thomas Hales, Hazleton, who's a fucking yeah. big, a good front yeah. rower. Yeah. Really good I like front him. rower. I think, yeah. I, think, I think despite he's probably been Shark's best player for the first two rounds, I think Trindle would still be the one that misses out for my. Season. You reckon? What okay. about when Hunt comes I'd keep, back? I'd, I'd Hunt keep comes back and Hamlin Luelli goes back to the bench. Yeah, I mean it's a good problem to have. Seriously, like it's Big boy. they are Big stacked. Boy. They are stacked. 
And uh, we didn't even talk about Will Kennedy scored three tries. Is he so the most good. underrated player in the NRL easy. right now? Easy. Right now? It'd have to be Will Kennedy. Yeah, he's a, Fuck, he's, he's, a, a he's definitely the most underrated fullback. For you sure. know what? You he know was what? leading Dally M a couple of years ago. Yeah, for, was he? He was for killing about it. six, seven rounds. He was he was no one cared. Yeah. Yeah. He's a gun. He's a gun. So but silky. Speaking of the, my dog of the week before, Tyrell Sloan, man. If I was Tyrell Sloan, I'd be watching so much film on Will Kennedy. Because they have sim- similar body shapes, eh? Similar yeah. body shapes. Not the biggest Fast, guys. Just timing. turn up, turn up when it matters, turn up at the right play. And because I see Tyro, he's like. Even before a couple of those, you know, before he set up that try and before he scored that one, he was sniffing it around like Kennedy does all the time. It's instinctual, man. Like the indigenous players, yeah, bro. their instincts of when shit's about to pop off is like you can't, you can't coach that. You, you see can't. the week before it's, when it's they've got Kennedy it, they're just, just like they can see a quick play the ball rolling and then it's like someone's missed a tackle and then they fucking just bounce, man. Did you, sorry, did the you see the week before when um, Kennedy just kicked it and then kicked it over it and then um, Trindle just yeah. dumped it like that's yeah. Blackfella footy man yeah. that's just off the top you cannot coach that yeah. shit no, you can't. and he's you kicking it with his, he's kicking shit, with his left foot that's his right foot his left foot shit. and then just fucking score <laughs> I said you cannot coach that you honestly can't you unless honestly Fitzy can't. Put, did Fitz, you reckon Fitzy's got the brains to coach that now go there just a little chip kick over and then kick it five times a few con games alright what about the Eels boys 0-2 Brad Arthur again this is one thing I've been you know I love BA but I've been critical on it is He's not using his bench. It's you know, like last mm. year, um, you know, he, he had J- Jacob on the bench, but even you know, had Bryce Cartwright at times who didn't play any. For me, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, well, essentially, if you're gonna win a comp, I know they got all the way to the grand final, but you got to be blooding these players. Well, you know, giving them, showing some faith in them for ten to fifteen minutes, even if it's a crucial part of the game. Four players, fifty minutes. What, what I don't understand is, is like if there are two front rowers that don't need heaps of minute at, at the start of the year, mm. it's Polo, Junior Polo, and Ray RCG. Kim, yeah. They have both played... Junior Polo played the most footy of any player in the competition last yeah, year. Yeah, I remember I've seen when he eclipsed that, actually. Why is, why is he playing these heavy minutes early in the year? Mm-hmm. Like he, it's like you, you need to build him into finals run, not mm. be gassing him in the... So, and also, you need to create, in my opinion, a side that isn't so reliant on just RCG and Polo. Yeah, like, I you, agree. you can nullify those two. If you've got a good middle, like just say when um, well, Penrith when Penrith play them, when they, Pen- do oh, they can do a job because they you, you just, just wait until str- they get you tired. You go straight at them. You go straight Basically. at them. Yeah, yeah. It's just like because <clears throat> they are so heavily reliant on mm. those those two players. My my concern for the Eels is that this is the second game that they had to win. Like it was there for them to win it. They're ahead. They won't make the eight, and they year. lost it. You reckon? Yeah, Ooh. it's one of those, they're one of those clubs that can get in the grand finals and shit, or final four, and then not make the eight the next year. Wow, that's, that's my call. That'd be huge. We're sort of Eels haters. We, we, said, oh, Eels we haters. said it last week. OG's hated them for years. I got punted by the Eels. <laughs> I, mean, I just think. I just but, think. That, I think but, the writing's on the wall for them. I don't think they're not going to make the eight. Me, no, has Moses signed yet? I think they like Moses sign yet? He'll re-sign, I think. Where's he going? Tigers. Nah. Wow. Speaking of teams that are 0-2, both the, both the Eels and Tigers are 0-2 playing got a, at home. Mate, I've got, got a hot take. Did the Panthers get rid of the wrong seven? Sean O'Sullivan, he's two for two. Cleary. Fuck off. 
<laughs> Mate, if I worked at the Telegraph and I could have just staff writers, I'd write a bit article just, just to troll everyone. Yeah. Just to troll. Buzz will write it. Don't give Buzz any ideas. <laughs> well, speaking of trolls... The Buzz was on the fucking buy round with Jammer. Yeah, I know. It was uh, good. Again, I Jammer reckons he fell asleep 17 times <laughs> listening to Buzz's fucking boredom. <laughs> Love you, Buzz. You know that. <laughs> Even he was just sitting there all smug, kicked back. Oh, different sort of platforms. Relax, um, man. Yeah, Parramatta. Yeah. They're done. Not They're done, round they're, two. <laughs> <laughs> they're um yeah, I worry about their bench in particular. They just don't have the depth of well, when years Matter and Lane come back, that'll that'll yeah. bulk out their bench yeah. quite a lot. So I, I I dare say both of them go to start and Maddo goes to right edge. Um, even though he played middle pretty well from last year, I reckon Hopgood's already Hopgood's already solidified that spot, and uh, and Laney will go back out on the left. Then, therefore, yeah, you're right with Dury and and um, and Brycey Cartwright potentially on the bench with who played minutes, who are they rotating with. Um, their bench playing an accumulated time Grigg, of about. I thought Whitam McGregor played well against fifty plus um, meters in his little stint. I mean, against, fifty plus minutes between four players. It's not enough. Who's the guy they're rotating? Oh, uh, the guy from... Um, so you got Jack Murchie. Murchie. Uh, Momosia. Yeah. Makatoa. So if you put Lane and Madison in the side, all of a sudden your bench is Cartwright, Dory. Oh, Dory. Um, Murchie. Murchie and, and Makatoa. Yeah, really. the Dory. John Dory. Oh, John Dory. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get off Parramatta. I'm over him. <laughs> Wooden right. spoon. Here we go, Kenby. Broncos right. versus the Cowboys. Again, Ooh. I'm open three to start the week two because I had the Rabbitohs, Eels, and I had the Cowboys. Fuck uh, But the Bronx, 28-16. I'm going to start off with this. A couple of years ago, maybe 18 months ago, uh, when Reese Walsh had only played fucking a handful of first grade games, got caught into Origin Camp. Mm. I remember speaking to the boys, both of them after this, and they've both said to me, Walsh is that dude He's that guy He's that He's that guy Like he, he spent a week in camp I think he ended up missing it Because he got sick Or no, what Hammy, happened Hammy, Hammy, Hammy got injured At training And I remember like Both of those two And I'm talking about Cam Munster And, and Daly Cherry Evans Said The real deal Reese Walsh is the real deal Now Warriors fans Won't like to hear that Because it wasn't The greatest season Last year But I was trying to speak On our platform All last year and just You paid like, him well but Pardon They paid him well who the Warriors did? The Warriors did. paid Walsy role. Yeah, they yeah he got he, he got paid. He had a good first season, but um, yeah, it just he threw me off with that one because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. he hasn't got paid well to go to the Broncos. No, hasn't he got he's, paid well to go to the Warriors. Yeah, he, he did. Got to get yeah. out of his contract. Oh, not he, really. No, nah. he, he just well, got. Did he do it for opportunity? First grade. Yeah, he I thought they him. threw the shitload yeah. at him. Yeah. Nah, I think it was about 300, 400k. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that would have been right I they at the like time. But he, uh, no. at, that, at that point, there was no... Um, no Broncos had told no him he wasn't, ready, he wasn't ready for first grade. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I think I am ready for first uh, grade. Yeah. And then All he right, was clearly ready for first grade. And he clearly played well on the weekend. Oh, that's the best point. game I've seen him play. He was unreal. Like, I know he's done. He's, he's played. He's, he showed little bits of yeah. like of brilliance. Everyone's going, yeah, he's fucking like, like KP, sort of like a 
same sort of mould, you know what I mean? But mm. he fucking ran the ball hard. His decisions with the ball, fuck, mate, he played outstanding. Mm. That Defense, is defensively, dang. that's the best I've seen him defend. That's dang, but his attitude, like, completely, he was lipping people. He was he was about it, mate. He was he was all about winning. And that and game had it that too. Game, there was a lot going on. And he was, uh, him and Penahiku were going at it. There was a lot of shit in that game. Yeah. And he was, uh, he was about he it. He played with Pet too, so they're yeah. close. I know those two were close. So but I think, I, I, thought was, it, I love yeah, to see that shit. Easily the best game he's played. Just the fucking way he attacked the ball, man. Yeah. I look, love look it. Look how smug and comfortable you're just sitting back <laughs> Look at his fucking... <laughs> he's, just, he's just letting us speak. I was like, does he want to chirp in here? He's just oh, going, hey, keep well, going, boys. Uh, mate, keep you, going. I'm just letting you speak. <laughs> you let, the, let the people speak. <laughs> you want Wayne Bennett. You're doing a fucking podcast Bennett with Wayne Bennett. Bennett. He was Wayne Bennett in the sheds just watching. <laughs> Go ahead. Go mate, on. Um, unbelievable performance. Really two good... Uh, Two solid games for the Broncos, Kempi. Yeah, look, they're looking awesome. I think it's it's honestly all their defence. I actually think they've got another couple of gears in them. Mm. Um, so do I. But it's just about consistency. Like, you know, we've always had the roster. Mm. It's about doing it for a whole season. That's what separates proper NRL players to, you know, part-time NRL players. And that's coming from a guy that only played 40 games. So it's not, I'm not some fucking hero. But this, what separates is, can you do it for 27 weeks? Can you do it for 10 weeks? Yeah. That's what we need to find the answer to for Brizzy Broncos. So great win. Huge win. Reese Walsh. When you, if you ever need an example of what a silky fullback can do for your footy side, he's an example. Because yeah. we've had guys in there that are good footy players, mm. but are they good fullbacks? Mm. Not yet. Reese Walsh is a great fullback. And he look at the points we're scoring. Like 28 to 16 against Fuck. the Cowboys. But Ezra, so man. So good. Ezra, oh, man. Unreal. Fuck. I know he loves to run. But, mate, if you've got a player like that, I want him to run. Mm. Then he's got Herbie outside him. He's got so much day. Now he's got Reese Walsh out the back. Mm. You've got, like, Selwyn Cobbo, Oates, all these players. I mean, Oates will be out for a bit now. Broken jaw. Yeah, Is six weeks, right? I think. Yeah, yeah, full, so they'll yeah. miss him, but I'm pretty sure. That didn't sure. even look – I didn't think yeah, on I first take. I remember when I was really? that. I, didn't I thought, think Dow, when you slow it down, I thought was Townsend. It, was it Drinky who got him? I yeah, thought Townsend hit, yeah, I thought clean. Townsend hit him first and then he ran nah, into Drinky's shoulder. Yeah, I saw him slow down. Watching it full speed, I'm like – Oh, yeah. So I think they'll, I'm not sure who they'll put in there. I'm pretty sure he'll be a gun. But they've just got a really well balanced side. Even Billy Walters played good. I thought he played all right. Jesse Arthurs will come straight on that left wing, eh? Yeah, Jesse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so yeah. Billy Walters played good at nine, right? Yeah. I reckon he's probably yeah, his yeah, best game. He and he's, been, he he's probably been the weak link in that team as a nine. Mm. He could play a 14, 14, I reckon. But he come on. He, he, I mean, didn't come on. Made his tackles. Played some really good football out of nine. Doesn't take too much time off Carrigan. Doesn't t- take too much time off Haas. Let him go forward. Makes made his tackles. Clear run. Went through. Draw and pass. All that kind of stuff. So he did. He did some good things. I suppose his best game in first grade. Mm. You know, so that'll s- take a lot of confidence. You know, I was thinking watching the game too. Can be was like I remember like a couple of years ago. You know, they made the finals like maybe two or three years ago, and then obviously they got bowed out straight away. People were calling them like the baby Broncos. Mm. They're not babies anymore. No, no These way. boys, these these in particular, the forwards, uh, you look at Katoni, these guys are racking up nearly close to 100, 150 games now. Payne Haas, yep. uh, Carrigan, even Flegler's getting up there with regards to games. Peak. They're in their peak. Yeah, no. they're, they're, they're starting to hit their straps and that's why I agreed with you when you said that point, Kempi. I think there's still more to come because I do still have a massive rap on the Cowboys mm, yeah. and... I'm watching them. I'm going. Did you back I the Cowboys or Bronx? Cowboys. I did the Bronx. I knew it. Told you. On the yeah, chat. We had the micro and everything. You fucking set <laughs> no, me on it. And it was clear to me, even though I do love the Cowboys, that I think Broncos are the better team this year. And, yeah. I'm like, and well, it's only two rounds, 
and Cowboys were unreal last year. Mm. And everyone knows, like people who watch this show, I love the Cowboys. I mm. tip them to win the comp. Mm. But I think I think Broncos are the better team. I think Broncos are the team so far, opening two rounds. Newcastle just, was that this time last year. Remember exactly. That. So it's just about we've always had the team on roster on paper. Yeah, we need to do that week in week out for the whole season. That's all. That's the only. Question. And without injuries and everybody yeah. in form, it's that hard to win a competition and oh, to get a mate. great year. So the Broncos have got it all from fucking one to seventeen and depth. Mm. So it's going to be up to them. Hopefully they can keep fit. If they're fit and they're all playing at their potential, they could easily win this comp mm. easily. They went toe-to-toe with the heavyweights and fucking beat them pretty convincingly at the end. Mm. Mm. So the amount of confidence that they'll get out of that game, this could fucking, they could go on a bit of a streak here. Mm. I said, well, I've said this a couple of times on this potty, um, Kempi, that the Cowboys had you know, almost the perfect run last year mm. leading up to Origin before. They had a few people miss a few games, talking about the Reuben Cotters, the, the Highland Lukey who, who did his ACL. Mm. But now they're ready. They're ready Two games in, they're going to be tested. Scotty Drinkwater's going to miss some time. Pet's going to miss some time. Um, yeah, that's right. why that's why See? it's that's why it's important. Then, man, like you need to take advantage of those years, and they did. Like they got all the way, you know, to a game before the GF. But um, those years, you know, it's, even though you've got the fucking roster on paper, it just doesn't always replicate mm. the same yeah. way every year. Mm. So. Um, I'm not saying again. I'm not saying that I'm giving up on the Cowboys now. No. I'm just saying, um, and that's coaching too, and that's coaching yeah, and making them and aware, that's back making the them aware of all that kind of stuff and, and the situation that they are in. And you really need to like same as us when we're in the 2000s. We won. We we're lucky enough to win one premiership. We probably should have come away with three. Yeah, at you least I mean? two. At, at least, least two. two. You know what I mean? Like, and it was just like fuck those moments and stuff like that. And you're just like fuck. I wish I had them again. Mm. You know, but we did win one. But it's just like fucking oh six rubs. You know, hits everyone a bit different. Oh two, oh three. We're in like prelims and shit like that. And we could have won mm. those games, but you didn't. At least we won one. You don't want to go through a bit of it, like a five or six year old, five or six year peak and not fucking come away with one. Mm. I think both these teams have a yeah, they're, a, they're, a, they're a four both, or five they're, year. Co- Fuck if they if it's played right and they hang out hang on hang on to the right people which they've both done already in this uh, off season with Nanai and uh, and Paddy Carrigan respectively they've got a good four year window now where they're yeah. going to take advantage of it and they've got you, know, you talked about the Panthers they're obviously going to be there they're going to be a lot of teams that are in and around there but give themselves a chance for sure these two teams oh for sure I think they'll be competitive at least for another two to three years and they. They're so young and explosive. It's such. Apart from Reynolds, team. that's it. Yeah, yeah. As far as Reynolds goes, Reynolds can give like peak year. He's thirty three this year, thirty four. Another two years, maybe. Maybe yeah, yeah. And that'll that'll it'll really see who they got mm. coming up. Mm. Does Ezra Man play seven? Mm. Ren will do. Ren. Ren will get them around. Kick kick oh, his goals. But like when you think back to those great South teams, even when they're making it, one of Ren's greatest at, uh, is attributes yeah. is. He didn't have to be the star. He just yeah. made sure that Latrell and Cody were stars. Now he's in that, and he, he's now in that he's, predicament right now. And now he's got himself a gang where he can just go, Paddy can dominate through yeah. the middle. Reese Walsh can do some flurry stuff at the back. We can give Cobbo and fucking Stag mm. some early ball so they look pretty. So he'll just do that. Mm. He's, he, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. I'm, I'm excited for the, for the Cowboys um, because, um, you know, we've been critical in the past, Kempi, of, of Kevin Walters and his coaching style, but... He's got himself a roster, I think, that can really match what he's got limitations mm. um, for, as a coach for me. But I think, um, yeah, I, th- I think he's got. I think he's got the squad there to, to get it done. 
Um, the Roosters kicking off Super Saturday. The Roosters. Keep going there. Yep. The Roosters yeah. versus the Warriors, twenty to twelve. OG. Um, the game. Well, I thought the game was there to be won for the Warriors, yeah, but the Roosters just uh, they learned their they learned their lesson from last week. In and, and what I, what I mean by that is they didn't try to pretty their way around Warriors yeah. at one point. You know how they try to pretty their way around yeah. the Dolphins. You know they rough. Through the fucking rolled up the sleeves, got into it, and uh, I didn't you know, really see that by. much of this game because I was on the way down to Melbourne. Oh, true. What yeah. Happened so to, what happened to Brandon Smith? So Cheese was on the back end of a fucking Montoya. Was that another collision? But he was—you could tell he was carrying it. Uh, he went. It was an unbelievable effort by both. Montoya was going in for score a try. Cheese come and stopped him. He got up. He's obviously carrying a rib injury from the week before from Kafusi. I mm. still think it fucking. It's a back and rib injury that, yeah. that he's carrying from Kafusi. Um, basically, obviously, Radley was ruled out, so uh, he had to start. And they had Jakey Turpin on the they bench a, as well. They had a bunch of babies playing. I know that. I saw the, the on KO Mini. I just saw Teddy was killing it. They're, they're, back, they're back five. Have a look at the numbers, apart from probably... Have a look at that. 199 metres to t- Teddy, 198 to Toops, 231 to Suali'i. Joey Manu 137 and Jackson Paulo 166. Mm. That's your back five. Middles, not so much. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like just over 100 metres. Lindsay Collins was outstanding. 77 minutes in the middle. Yeah. 184 metres, yeah, I think. Everywhere. Like uh, 34 tackles was outstanding. So like, even Fletcher Baker, Egan Butcher, Nat Butcher, uh, Nafau White. Nafau White, yeah. They're a bunch of like young, not big kids. So Still Warriors, very raw. Yeah, so the Still Warriors really raw. wouldn't have been that scared of their forward pack. You know, like so you got Aiden Fanua Blake, they've got some big boys there. They, they they um they wouldn't have been scared of the physical battle, but the back five, that's how important it is for, for the Roosters there. You see that did you see that shit? Yeah. Like it's outstanding. When Teddy's like that and Suali's like that and Toops and, and Joey Manu Joey and had, all those boys, man. Joseph Suali had the ultimate mixed bag where they, they potentially could have put it away a lot earlier. Teddy should have crossed for three tries. Yeah. Um, and I think I, I read some sort of article. They're trying to start, why do they do that? They're trying to start some sort of Teddy and, yeah. and, and Suali'i beef. Yeah. Like the, it's not gonna happen, boys. Do you know what I mean? But why would they even try and print that? Because I think did Sula you go through and he didn't pass it to Teddy? Yeah. He, he just tried to take him on. Yeah. Fuck it. I want my young kid to do He definitely should have passed. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. He's definitely probably trying passed. to think, you know what? I could smoke this guy here. Yeah. He definitely didn't play the right play. No. No. But there's no, that he, does not mean that... It has nothing to do with He doesn't that. want to give yeah. Tedesco a try. Yeah. Like, how fucking petty is that? Yeah. Not even going to give it any air. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I, I, just think, said, uh, I think it's just poor journalism from I don't know where the fuck it was from, but like you know, Teddy is the best fullback in the right world. Right. Teddy's the best fullback in the world. Sully is one of the best outside backs I, in the world, and they're fucking mates. I will say this, Kemby, you you would have seen the game on the weekend. Do you reckon uh, backs? Why? This is my opinion. I think backs a hundred percent. There's more leniency towards them. That hit that he did, uh, you know, I love Joey. I, he plays the game oh, tough. Oh, that's 100%. He, 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 j- he jammed the Katoa a couple of times the week before, making big decisions. He took Chance Nickel Clonks that right in the back. Mm. If that was Tarek Sims mm. on Adam or Nas, Reynolds, No, if Nas hit someone like that, hit Reese Walsh, he's fucking be, getting sent. Might be sent. But because it was a, an outside back, and I remember last year there was a similar game when Toops, different incident. Glad you mentioned this. Toops come up high, 
and there, there wasn't a there wasn't a sin bin for it as well. It's like backs in particular like wingers. Uh, there is more leniency. No, I'm, I'm telling you because because middles back rows, like if middles do that to halfbacks, that it just looks like you're just picking on a little guy. Mm. But they should be going off. They should be ruling off the intent. If your intent is to come in and you hit that guy without the ball and you hit him in the back, he's unprotected. It should you should get the same amount. That should have been ten in the beginning. Yeah, you should get the same amount because as I said, if Nas does that to fucking Adam Reynolds, it looks like he's just monstering a child. Mm. Yeah. It was, de- it was like super late. No, I agree with you. Definitely. Like I was, I was shocked that there wasn't more of a hubbub about it. Like mm. I, I think that it was super late um, and it was, it was in the back. Like it was yep. super late and it was in the back. But yep. yeah, what happened? Really Nothing. Yeah, no, Nothing. Penalty. penalty. Maybe a penalty, I think. It may not even a penalty. A like. Stern talking to. Yeah. But, but apart from that, the Warriors had the game there. That they, were, they were in and around there for a little bit. The Roosters... Like I said, learn their lesson, moving on to the next game. This is this is a game I want to chat a little bit about. Um, I, uh, I got a bounce soon, sorry. All right, bro. Yeah, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll finish we'll off the Dolphins it. and Raiders. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, this is, uh, for me, this performance uh, for the Dolphins was better than last week in the sense, um, obviously, I think the Roosters are a better team, boys, but the way that they grinded out this game, a few things went against them. Speaking of bad binnings or from Kyle Flanagan the week before, SOS was... <laughs> That one was awful. Outrageous. On, on, in, in a crucial part of the game on Huddle as well. Um, but they found a way to win. We talked mm. about Katoa setting up Hamaso. I thought the way they showed grit in this game, um, even though they were you know, behind against the Raiders and kept on fighting, I thought it was one of their uh, uh, a better performance from the Dolphins than even last week. Yeah, I agree. And like you know, some may say, oh, it was wet conditions or whatever. Raiders suit wet conditions. Mm. So that, that's no excuse at all. Um, I thought it was a real example of the standards that have been set by Bromwich. And it all goes back to the interview that they did before round one where he basically like put Milford on, on yep. show and said, yep. not good enough. He, he's yep. basically not in good shape. He hasn't been doing what he needs to do. And he, we need him to teach the younger boys what to do. To say that publicly, Bromwich, mm. like, doesn't happen. No. Does not happen. No. And it shows you that, yeah, okay, they may be a little bit older, Bromwich and, and the boys, but... The standards that are being set there, and they're meeting them. When, now, look, it's a long season. Maybe it'll yep. fall, fall apart. But so far, they're meeting them. Yeah, You're right. OG yeah. felt like it needed to be said, didn't he? We, yeah. we spoke about yeah, it. We I, loved it. At the I time couldn't too. agree more. Like yeah. what The standards that are set there is mm. all from that Melbourne culture mm. where it's very confrontational. Milford hasn't been in a, in a situation like that or in a culture where it's confrontational where he has to go, oh, you sit around leadership groups and they're telling you you're not good enough. You, what you're doing is not good enough. Mm. We need this, this, this and this. And until you reach those, you, we're not going to pick you in the team. Mm. That's a fucking group. That's mm, a group yeah. of men. That's how men deal with the shit. Senior playing Instead group. of hanging out with little fucking kids, they want to pump your tyres up all the time. It doesn't mm. happen when you're growing out, when you're, when you're hanging out with real fucking OGs like that, the Bromwich mm. brothers and Kafusis. They're all about that. And Wayne's about that. The standards that they've set at that club is fucking amazing. They're ready for anything. Mm. I know it's only early, but being Canberra, Canberra's all about playing in the fucking yeah, mud and right. dirty grit Those and everything the like that. They're the conditions for Canberra that mm. would bore the shit out of you and end up getting a fucking Jack White and field goal. Mm. And the Dolphins won. Mm. Just grit. Yep. Grit. All right, let's get in the Storm and Dogs. I, uh, all right, thanks, for, off. thanks for coming on, brother. Thank Appreciate it. The busiest fucking beak in the land. <laughs> and <laughs> remember, there's a, an offer, a case of bloke beer for the Roosters versus Rabbitohs game coming up. We'll announce it again on Thursday in the preview so score game. Prediction. Score prediction? And we'll pick one of the correct answers to give away.
appreciate your time, brother. Yeah, must be 18. 18 plus. Thank you, brother. All right, let's get on to Storm vs. Dogs and wrap up the last couple of games as well, AG. Uh, Like I said, we both picked them, but you must be extremely proud of the boys. Just very happy. Happy for these guys. You know, they've worked really hard. It's not like like no other team's worked hard, but I've seen these guys work hard. So it's a little bit more... It hits a little bit different. So just to see them go out there. Melbourne against Melbourne... Even with, the, even with Melbourne, the players, even, even with, with those players, players out, yeah, man, right. it's hard. It's hard to ask, man. And, and coming off, coming off that, the loss against Manly, like we didn't know, you don't know what you're going to get. And that's that's the coaching that they, that they've that they've been given. The direction, Ciro has a big responsibility there, and he's done the fucking right thing. He said the right things. With they built into the week, nice. I went down there on Thursday, Friday, Ackland not acclimatise themselves, but just to be down there in Melbourne, get away from it all, get away from Sydney media, all that kind of stuff. And they got out there and just and did the business. You mm-hmm. know, we, we they had a great week of training. They worked as they, they they did the same week as they did the week before. You know what I mean? So as a group they would have been maybe questioning like, are we doing the right thing? Mm. Fuck. We we train like this and we fucking end up playing like that. You know what I mean? So it's like a bit of a trial and error. They train like that. They fucking earned it, everything they that the they result. did, and they got the result down there. You know, and just to see the boys like fucking sing the song and 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 everyone just like the whole club fucking so happy. You know what I mean? Those, those emotions just like get get you going, and it was just good to see them just get just you know just achieve that together. It's that first win, and it was just fucking unreal to see and just to be a part of as well. So many good performances across the board. Karaz, yeah. Derg, oh, Jakey, Karaz. Preston, your guy. Yeah. Up and coming Avarillo, dog. Already dog. a dog. Avarillo, that right edge was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And then we haven't been really going right, have yeah. we? Yeah. You know, like it's been... In years know, past. Yeah, we've yeah. just been going left. You've got Burton there, you got Kick out there, you got Fox, Alamotti. You know, now you know the boys did a job in the middle. Yeah, the yeah. boys did a job in the middle. Max King was Max fucking King outstanding. Was Sutton yep. was outstanding. You know, our bench was fucking great when they come on. They made some... Waddell probably played one of the, his best games. He played in the middle, played tough. Got, I think, 140, 50 I like metres. Waddell off the bench, He's got man. some really good leg speed. Yeah. I think Frank and Pele was a fucking animal as well, coming off big, big momentum-switching runs. Um, his defence was great. It was just a really good team effort. You know, Flanagan played good. He played the right things, played the right shots, went down the edge, scored... We scored three tries down the edge. Mm. On our right. Yeah. They haven't fucking scored a try there for ages, whether it be yeah. off a kick or something. But Karaz scored a couple of tries. Preston hit that hole. You know what I mean? It was some really good football played, man. You, so, you know what, what it reminds me of? The Titans, right? So you know how all the, uh, you've got such a strong left edge now, mm-hmm. like the opposite in the sense where Bo Formal mm-hmm. had so much joy playing on the opposite yeah. side to David Feeder. That left edge is going to get so much attention. Yeah. If that right edge can eat, He's going to be yeah. a proper problem. Yeah, because then you just start fucking up defences, don't you? Mm. You know, when they're in the middle of... Just say if you're at the right post, you traditionally have four. Sometimes they were, they were flipping one late because they knew that we weren't going to go right. Mm. They'd flip one late and then they'd have fucking seven on the long side. Yeah, You know what I mean? It was just pretty disrespectful, really. Like, if you're Andrew Johns and that, if you do that to that to that man, he's fucking taking you down that right side, JT, all the good halves. And that's what we're, that's what we're doing. If they want to disrespect us on our, on our, our right, you're going to get... You're going to get scored on. So and we just need to pull the trigger and be able to pull the trigger and have the confidence to pull the trigger. But everything comes off our defense. Yeah. We fucking defended proper. 
And again, you know, we worked hard. You skip a lot of little front. things, mate. Reedy Marnie was unreal. Reedy Marnie was outstanding. He had a couple of mistakes. And usually, traditionally, some 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 of our key players, if they did make a mistake, they wouldn't fucking try anything. Yeah. Kicks a 40 20 a couple of plays later. Yeah. Makes a big fucking play tackling. Coach goes at Nas. You know, that's his mentality. Yeah. Next fucking play. Who cares? Drop the ball, whatever. He was next play, next play mentality. Too, I, couldn't, I can't quite remember it now, but he just, he's, he's about that life. Yeah, oh, it was him and Harry. Him yeah, and Harry have a Harry, yeah, him and Harry yeah. went out, mate. mate yeah. They're going to be going at the nine jersey yeah. for, for Origin for years. Yeah, mate. Like Harry it. Grant's got the nod on him, you know, but he wants that. Yeah. He wants it. And I fucking, he takes it personally. I love fucking, I love that little dude man he's great to have around the club but just awesome to see the guys get the win and on on to um tigers this week at belmore yep well speaking of the tigers on on monday storm storm i'm not going to get too much in them if you're watching it we sort of spoke about them before i think they're really lacking with so many injuries that they've come out yeah i don't i think they're a chance of missing the eight but i still think they're going to be fine just need to get some troops back tigers you mentioned them you're going to play them this week they're obviously under the pump a um, little bit quicker on this game, but I just want to get to KP's head knock, which yeah, was one man. of the biggest things for me. Mace, we said this. I never liked the decision to move oh. him into five eight. He's essentially going to make thirty more tackles than he would have made if he was at fullback. I don't care what the statistics say about yeah. sixes being the least concussed position. No, it's a KP shit. doesn't have experience playing six. No, and at, at first grade, and his technique is just not that great. I don't know why they got him in the front line. We said this. We said this as yeah, soon, as they, made, as soon as they made the decision to put him in the front line. I'm like, no, you don't put him there. He's one of the, he's a top five fullback in the game, and w- what's wrong with that? What, it's not why are you putting him at five eight, like fucking as if that other little guy, the guy that they got from um, Lockie Miller. Lockie, like, well, Lockie Tyson Campbell come Lockie on. Miller he was one of the best players. Yeah, but Lockie Miller doesn't like doesn't have that sort of. Oh, I'm coming here. I get to play fullback. Mm. This is a coach's decision, mm. right? You think he can play better at five eight? Fucking, he gets put on one side of the ruck all the time. You can game plan for him. You can get him. You can get at him in defence. You're running at him 100. percent You're going to get him tackles a 30 game, to 40 tackles a game. Outside in shoulders, these back rolls are running these lines at him. He's got balls, Ponga. So mm. he's not going to fucking he's get too away. Tough for he's his not going to get away from contact. You have got to take him away from contact. You put him at fullback. He's a last line defence. Yeah. That he kid, went looking that, for that it last Tyson week in the Warriors. That Tyson games. Gamble could play five eight. Yeah. He was he good. He can. He can do a job there, right? Yeah. And you put KP at fullback and you fucking leave him there. Yeah. Like, you're going to ruin this kid's career. Mm. Like, just because you think that he offers more at 5'8", he offers more at fullback. I agree. He can attack both sides of the ruck. He can go down short sides. He can sweep out the back. He can play short, long, everything. He's got all the little tricks. If he's 5'8", five, five, he's second receiver. People have to run the block, so he has to get the guy out the back. Mm. He's not that fucking player. Yeah. And Do you know what I mean? You know like, what you also open him up for? When you play first receiver, you're playing six down the short side with Lockie Miller out the back. He's got to cop that hit. What are we talking about before? He's got to cop Kafusi's Kifu- 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 hit. Ripping him in the ribs. You've got to get him away from him that, that contact. Whiplash. You need him to be the last line. Of yeah. he, him around the back. The three on twos, either hitting short yeah. or playing fucking long. He needs to be that guy. Yeah. And when he's on the long side, he needs to make those decisions. He, you know, the kick, he's got the pass, he's got everything. Yeah. He has a toolkit that nobody has. Or Fucking Lachlan Miller doesn't. Yeah, he fucking runs hard, but he's not your answer. Yeah, he doesn't have that he's passing He's not Alan Iverson. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But like, you know, I just don't think you should have put him in the front line simply because of defensive, defensively yes. and in attack. You fuck the yeah. whole system up. Let fucking Hastings just run the middle and get all the middles there and all that kind of shit. Have a good five eight, and then yeah. Ponga is Gamble your fucking get, get a shit about him. Yes, Gamble's got some. He's got some dog in him. That little he's annoying as fuck. You yeah. know what I mean? He's just yeah. really annoying. He just yeah. gets under everyone's skin, and yeah. he's fucking. He's about that shit. Yeah. I want that guy because he, he will fucking yeah. go at people. Yeah. yeah. 
He'll take a lick. Yeah, he yeah. don't give a shit. And yeah. he'll fucking bite and he'll do all this. Not literally bite, but he'll fucking go at you. Oh, he lips a little bit. Fuck Caelan bro. Ponga is that dude who just sits at the back and he will fucking just inject himself anywhere near the line. Offload, boom. He's through the middle. He's just like that. Just a little he's bit the silk. fucking salt bay. That's what you want for him. You know, I don't want bay. anything else than that. He's one of the. He's a top five fullback and you fucked him. Yeah. Well, I hope I hope he's not fucked. I, I hope not that. I mean, if you keep putting him at five eight and people keep running yes. at him, you're going to shorten this kid's career. I agree. And the game was a stinker. Be apart from that. Apart from it was good know, to see the, the Leichhardt Oval yeah, Sunday pack. I think you know? because there was a bit of fire in the game, it sort of saved it. But apart from that, it was pretty average. Yeah, it was average. All right, last game: Dragons versus Titans. Titans started well in this one, mate. But the Dragons just fucking completely shut everyone up. Who? Declared them. We, you know, we had them we, wooden, we spooners. Said wooden spoons. I don't know. Uh, Early start, they've had. What about their run? They normally uh, start pretty well too. Yeah, they, the they come out of the blocks pretty good. Uh, what they had the bye, and then they're the last game in round two. Yeah, Fucking yeah. hell! Talk about no one wants to watch. You're trying to <laughs> fucking, you're trying again. to ruin their ruin their crowd. Benny Hunt uh, yeah, started got, slowly, but he really got into it again. Bad performance. What a tough team, man. Shout out to Blake Lowry. Big Blake Lowry. Triple OG Mudders. Balake, Balake Lowry just yeah. getting tries. That was great. Yeah. Um, I thought Jaden Sewer was Kerr, really good as well. Sewer, they play good, man. They play tough. They play hard-nosed football. They always come out. You never have an easy game against the Dragons. They're always going to turn up. They're fucking physical as hell. Yeah. Um, you know, Ben Hunt, he's still a, a top, what, top five, seven in the game easily. Yeah. Yeah. Probably top three. I think um, I think for the betterment of, the, of them, though, Mace, if they're, if they're legit, if they're legit and they want their best possible... You know, like when Ben Hunt plays Origin, he plays nine because he thinks it's the yeah. best possible chance for them to win. And Australia, for me, I think if well, it depends what happens with this Talatoa Mona who played off the bench, Junior Amon. Um, I reckon Bud Sullivan and Talatoa Amon with, with Tyrell Slane at the back have that young combination, and you play Hun- yep. Hunty at hooker. Yep. If the Dragons are going to do anything, I think that's got to be the way that they play it in the next couple of it years. It might surprise a lot of teams. I think they would. The Titans I are Ben right, Hunt man. is a Titans, Titans potentially are decent, the best nine man. in the game. I, you know, I'm happy for David Fafita, signed yeah. a three-year deal, yeah. but he's playing like he fucking actually wants to play. Mm. He's, taking, he's taking tough carries out of yardage. He's playing hitting holes. How the fucking Foz? I thought Foz was out for a year. Yeah. Comes back the next week. It's a fucking dog. So, so, he's so, a dog. Someone said um, it's 50-50, but he's going to have a, a fitness test, and I went... So he's, he's right, playing. He's playing, yeah. yeah. yeah he's don't don't assess that kid. He's playing. Um, Titans are a little bit off, but... Yeah, Dragons. Yeah, they, don't, they don't travel that well down. Where was it? Cogra? No, back to back. Yeah, they were at Leichhardt the week before and then they're at Cogra. Yeah, see how they get when they get back up the Gold Coast, though. All right. All right. See you next week on the preview. We'll talk more about see it. See you guys. Subscribe, all that stuff.